Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Hi. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Well, I saw Brett Favre, when he's not taking pictures of his dong, wrapping it in copper products, he's commenting on Aaron Rodgers. Hey, this is Brett Favre for Copper Dong. <laughs> copper, copper Dong Favre here. I'm throwing a football to my dog. Copper Dong. Copper <laughs> my balls are too big for your mouth, <laughs> Copper Dog. <laughs> football. Football. For the dog's yes, mouth. Football. Yes, the football is too big. Gotta get some tennis balls. Come on. Get your mind out of the gutter. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five Minute Delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Whoopah! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Generative T-Bone. Coming up at 4.48, Tool of the Week in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now, at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Uh, We start today with the biggest news of the day. Which is? Huge news. What's the huge news? I saw The Undertaker Uh is going in the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, well, that's that's deserved, right? Teddy's very excited about it. Right, Ted? Yeah, that's exciting. You know, one of the greatest uh, characters of all time going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Is he coming cool. back to wrestle again? I haven't he's heard. He's about 100. I don't think he is. I think he's he's done. done. Yeah. Maybe he'll do like a run in and just, you know, give somebody, you know, uh, a tombstone pile driver, driver or something like that. That'd be nice. But, yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Well, it, for those who don't know, I mean, The Undertaker is one of the very few names, I'm sure, even if you're not a wrestling fan, you've heard. So it is it is obvious that he would be in the Hall of Fame, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. There's it's no. Just, it's too bad Paul Bear's dead. Can't True induct enough. him. I know. Oh yes, <laughs> my Undertaker. Good for WWE for not trying to replace Paul Bear with like someone else that could playing the play same the part. part. Yeah, because that I could have done it. I'm sure they could find some people that could do it. I'm glad they didn't because that guy was his own, just his own brand of weird and good. I mean, I'm sad he's gone, but don't try to replace that guy because he just was his own thing. Fun fact about Paul Bear. Real name? What do we know? What's his real name? Well, his Percy Pringle. Oh, was that, that his, another, was that his that real was name? name he went by, right? That was another name he went by. But Percy Pringle. He was an actual mortician. Oh, he was? Yes, he was. I thought that he was, was just... a licensed mortician. Did he get licensed? No, after the that was gimmick? his job before. And then, you know, Vince was looking for a guy yeah. to manage The Undertaker. Percy Pringle had been around. He had been a manager for a long time. He came in to interview. Oh, in the makeup and, and everything. And no, no, no. And oh, v- he Vince, didn't. Vince always just wants to get to know people because that's how he comes up with some of his gimmicks. Vince McMahon. That's yes, he's like, very. What are, your, what are your hobbies? That's my Vince McMahon impersonation. Yeah, right. Do you like it? That's exactly and, right. And you know, Percy Pringle said, "Well, yeah, I'm a licensed mortician. That's great. You're the Undertaker's new manager." <laughs> just like that. <laughs> And then when he interviewed Hulk Hogan, he was like, what are your what are your hobbies? What are your interests? He's like, sex tapes and steroids. 
And they were and using like, the N word. He's like, we're gonna we're gonna modify that slightly into uh, just working hard and vitamins and all American dreams. Nineteen eighty three. Sex tapes didn't exist then. Sure, they did. You had the not right in equipment. the way not in the way they yeah, do the right, now. You had the right equipment. They did. You they, had to get like tape traders. No, you had to get adult you video to get reel to reel. You had to go, you know, cut and paste. Now you actual. went to the adult video store. Sure, where they I had bet. those saloon doors. <laughs> To separate it. At my, at my local video store. Yes, I know exactly we what had, you speak we of. We had the saloon doors, and they always needed WD-40. They were always really squeaky. Yeah, why wouldn't you keep those things lubed up? So I mean, that's you, the, oh, hey, you, so when do you it. were in the video store, you know, just checking out the regular videos or renting a video game. Of course. And you hear, you're like, you look at the perv. You're like, oh, perv. Perv's going in the saloon doors. You know what I just realized? This is, you've, you've made me think of something here. Bear with me. You have read this book. You recommended it to me. I am now reading a book about the Vanderbilts. Yeah. It's Anderson Cooper. His family is the Vanderbilt family. Anyway, so reading about this famous American family, and you read about, just anytime you read a book about you know 1800s, 1900s, anything in that time period, I always think, wow, it must have sucked to live back then, right? Because I can't fathom some of the things they talk about in this book of like, yeah, they had to hop in a carriage and take a four-day carriage ride to get to this vacation home that was still hot and miserable but it was near the sea so you got a little sea breeze every now and then and i think that would suck how do they live like that and i just realized you saying going to a store to rent your video games your movies in some cases your porn that is a thing that now if you are oh under my the God, age how of 25 like you're like you did they what? had to leave the house to see naked people <laughs> what you had to leave the house to play a video game by yourself at home. No connection. Unless no. you invited someone over, you weren't like, oh, well, at least I'll be on a local area network and we can play together. No, you probably didn't even have that set up back then. You're just playing by yourself. Speaking of video games, I was thinking about this the other day. Did you have the, the Nintendo with the gun? Yeah. yeah Did the, you have Duck Hunt? Yes. Duck Hunt was a scam, right? What do you mean it was a scam? I mean, they don't know where you're pointing that thing. Oh, <laughs> sure. It, was it I real? Think, I think they knew something. They did? I thought they did. Yeah, because, well, I'm pretty sure we would get, because we used to get right up to the TV and it would work. Oh. Did you not ever do that? I always sucked at duck hunting. I just... You just assume the game was I would was just rigged. throw the, the, the gun down and say, conspiracy! And then Markowitz would come. I'm sorry. Platinum <laughs> Fox. No real names. <laughs> You want to hear about conspiracy? <laughs> Don't worry. Let he's, me tell you. He's like, yeah, like the biggest conspiracy theory at the radio station is currently on a boat miles out to sea. Doesn't that seem like where some? If they were ever going to try to get you, wouldn't it be when you're isolated on a boat or you know you can't call for help or anything? If you're Mister Conspiracy Theorist, don't go on a boat. That is true. I mean, it's great cause Buckeye Cruise for cancer support what they're doing. All that. I'm just saying, if you're Worried about pen trails right, then, or whatever. Then, then he'll come back and say the captain of our boat <laughs> was Jorge Soros. <laughs> oh my God, Jorge Soros. <laughs> yes, that's right. All right, hey, whatever. Let him live. Whatever gets you to sleep at night. Uh, what did I say? Oh, I Undertaker, Hall of Fame. Congratulations, him, yeah. Uh, Jackets beat the Blackhawks seven to four last night. Patrick Line, he's been quite good. Let's, let's talk about talk old about Patty Line. Pretty good. Bit. Flesh-colored beard. Um, yeah, flesh-colored beard uh, on, a, on a heater streak right now, right? I mean, yeah. what is he, eight games in a row where he's at least a point there or at least a goal? 
and I think multiple point efforts in many of those. Here, here's and of course last night. I mean, you have just the talent that he is showing on the ice. He had a comment where he just felt he said, "Every time I shoot it now, it feels like it's going in." Probably a good place to be. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine that's pretty good. But I don't, we've not seen anything like this since Artemi Panarin was here. I want to ask you this question because I feel like I don't want to call it a problem. I want to call it a conundrum right. because it's not a problem to have a guy like Patrick Line on your roster. All right. But you know where the Jackets are right now. What are you talking about? Rimmer said they're making the playoffs. Oh, he said it yesterday. Yeah. I, well, what do you they're want me to say nine to that? points back. What do you want me to say to that? To Rimmer. I get it. You don't want. Yeah. yeah you've. You'd like to believe that, sure. Look, but I'm, I'm not the biggest no fan of... No one's going to be surprised when they don't make the playoffs this year, and that's okay. I'm not the biggest fan of win probabilities and stuff like that, but what was it, about three weeks ago, we were we were looking at a graph. It had everybody's chances of making the playoffs. Yeah. And mathematically, at that time, it's probably improved since then, because they've improved. But they, the Jackets had a 0.9% chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, If they pulled this off and made the playoffs, it would be one of the biggest stories of the year. Of course it would. And I'm and I'm not I'm not of the belief that that is going to occur. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm saying that you can have those discussions if you want to and if that helps you that's fine. I'm looking at the future of this team cuz we are trying to find out if this team how they can win a Stanley Cup eventually. Yeah. Patrick Line, the conundrum he presents you have the option of just, you know, going year to year with him and trying to do something like that. You have the option of like long-term deal obviously. Mm-hmm. You have the option of uh getting rid of him. And you know, maybe a contending team is like that's exactly the type of player we want and right now he's as hot as he's ever been. This is or you know, he's he's the type of guy that could be our over the top player that takes us from borderline contender to favorite for the Stanley Cup. Depending on what you get back for him. Curious what you think about building around a guy like Patrick Line because they, I know he's not as much of a two way player as most hockey coaches would want, but you can't coach the talent he possesses. And he's only 23. I mean, is there something to this idea of keep, let's sign him, let's put the contract out there, let's get someone who does seem to like playing in Columbus, does not seem like he needs the glitz and glam of elsewhere. Let's try to lock him up and then find other guys who are like, oh, they've got Patrick Line. I know who's scoring for them. Yeah, I want to go play there. I think I can shore up their blue line or I think I could help out on it, you know, a second or third line as a wing or whatever. Like, is that something that I'm totally off base on saying maybe you do go and and you do sign him up like that? I mean, you're not off base. If if I were running the show, look, it would be a different story, I think, if guys like Sillinger and guys like Chinakoff were maybe two years older. Right. And they were, you know, sort of anchored in this lineup and you could count on them. You had young stars that are ready to become st- young stars, yes. meaning not just prospects, not just, oh, we no. see glimpses of potential, but we can count on them every single night. We know what we're going to get. If the Blue Jackets were in that position, I'd say yes. Look at a long term deal for Patrick Lining because he's going to be around when this team is good. But I still think. And we're talking about truly contending here. I know there are some Blue Jacket fans that think that, you know, contending for the seventh or eighth spot in the playoffs that's is not contending. contending. We're I know, but that's just a, that's a, a difference of opinion. We're never going to see eye to eye on that. I know what that's like. 
I know what it's like to be the seventh or eighth team in the Eastern Conference. And you know what? I'm not satisfied with that. I want to take another step as a Blue Jacket fan. And so at this point, I don't think this team is close to that. His stock is at an all-time high. I move him. I move him, not this offseason, this season before the deadline. I move him. What does he have left? One more year? I think he has one more year on his restricted deal? Or did he sign a two-year extension to that? I'd have to double-check because I forget. But I'm just saying it's not as if you have him inked up long-term. No, no, not at all. So you run the risk of him leaving town if you don't extend him. Well, we've never seen that before. Right. And you also run the risk of you sign him to a long-term deal, and then he just isn't never, like, he doesn't go back to this. But I did see one of the Jackets reporters who was looking up, all right, he's got an eight-game you know, heater going on here. He's he's playing extremely well. Has he ever had a stretch like this? And then uh, go back and look, and yeah, for the Jets, he had a, once a 15-game streak like this. I mean, this guy well, has no shown... No one's ever doubted his talent. Well, no, I think people did a little bit that said... Talent, no. Consistency, yes. Okay, right. So my point there is, talent-wise, you don't get your chance to lock up dudes like that very often in the NHL. At least the teams like the Blue Jackets haven't had that in their history. Maybe that will change over time. I don't have the concerns about his two-way play as much. Now, if you told me you can get some kind of King's ransom for him and there's five teams that are all falling over themselves to make stupid deals for him this right now, this trade deadline coming up next month, then I'm 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 still willing to listen to I that. I bet you you get a first-round pick, you can get a second-round pick, you get a player. Yeah. And not a total piece of crap player either. No, I know. I know. Like a, a young player who can probably be here for a while. Yeah. Well, if that's out there and if that's the type of deal they can get and you have two or three teams offering you that type of package and you can pick whichever one you think provides the best return, that's extremely interesting to me. I, you're trying to build a winner. But if you're not getting that, I really think you have to look at this offseason locking him up long term. If you don't trade him at this deadline, it's almost to me all or nothing. I don't think there's a wait it out another year and then figure no. it out. Like you either lock him up this year and say, we see it, we get it, or you move him now and say, it would be nice to think about, but we're just not in that spot. Ryan Day gets a commitment. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking two lanes of I-71 southbound between Greenlawn Avenue and Frank Road. Traffic is stop and go for I-70 and still continues to build. ODOT crews are on scene in this area. Please be very careful as they get things cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust.
barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. It's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971 Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Ryan Day gets a new commit. Uh, Luke Montgomery, offensive lineman from Finley. Let him live. Uh, this is the 2023 class. He is ranked as the 49th best prospect in the class. Fourth best offensive tackle in the 2023 cycle, according to 24-7 Sports. He is 6'5", 270. Man. All right. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, obviously, we don't follow a ton of eyes or, you know, high school recruiting there, but... No, but they're, they're bullish like good, on this guy. Sounds like a good prospect, and obviously, you want to make sure you replenish that line, so... I was yeah. reading on 11 Warriors. Now, Sonny Styles was supposed to be 2023. He reclassified to 2022. Yes. And 11 Warriors was saying, once he did that... This guy, Luke Montgomery, became their number one priority for the 2023 class. Okay, yeah. So obviously a pretty big get in that regard. But yeah, I mean, I I cannot imagine what it would be like to be 6'5", 270 as a junior. Yeah. Right? This kid's a junior in high school, and he's that, and he's he's going to get bigger. He's going to get stronger. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure he sounds like he's got the right build and frame you'd want to come in here and hopefully turn into a monster that can help you for the next... Hopefully three years before he probably goes to the NFL. Teddy, what did Lachey play at at his peak in the NFL? I don't think he was over three bills, was he? I mean, I know the, the game has changed. The offensive line has changed since he played. I'm going to see if I can find it, too, while we're looking. But he was pro- what was his what was like, he listed at? 6'6", 293. Man. Okay. But I don't know and guess what? getting that weight from. The- he, he couldn't play today. Now he could. That's not what I mean. Well, no, he he would from, be. His body would be different from if he was a, trying right to play, from right. a size standpoint. You would have a Mickey Marotti looking at him saying, "We got to get some mass on you." Yeah. Well, and and back in the day, I'm sure they were thinking that a little bit. But it's amazing when you read some of the guys who have to put on weight in college football or college basketball, for that matter. When you see some of the things that athletes have to do, where it's almost it's not like competitive eating, but it gets in that same range of you're not eating for fun anymore. Like you're eating because it sounds great of like, oh yeah, I got to eat 4,000, 5,000 for fun. My no, friend. but if, if you had to eat 5,000 calories it's, and, and it's the right kinds they of calories, say, this is the calories. These are the macros we want you to have. This right. is the, it has to be this much protein and it, you know, can't be a lot of sugar, whatever. Like they would, it would at some point probably be a little bit more of a job, but still it's a job. I think a lot of us would like to enjoy if you could put on weight, you you, you were being if I paid. Could put, if I could put on weight, you would, is no, that no, what no. you're just saying? What, I'm, what I was going to say was, you're being paid to put on weight. Oh, okay. You reach a certain amount of, you know, let's say 400 pounds is your threshold. Okay, that's what I have to hit to make you gotta, this money. You got to hit to get to 400 pounds, but you have to do it quickly. Yeah. What is the thing you could eat that could get you there the quickest? Nonstop? Well, because you'd have to enjoy it. Oh, you know what that is. It's the same thing you'd probably pick. Pizza? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it, it's got it's got all the requisite qualities. You get a lot of calories really quick. You get some fat in there. You get a little protein. But well, I, if you got some meat on the pizza. Well, yeah. Cheese, cheese will give you protein. Yeah, but I, I, but I, I would just want to eat. I mean, I could eat in a day easily two whole pizzas every day. That's why I, I said this the other day. I was 18, 19 years old. Buddy was coming over. And I was going to order some pizza. I called him up and I said, how many pizzas should I get? And he said, well, 
one. <laughs> and I said, well, you're not coming? <laughs> See, to me, right. you order the amount of pizzas, the same amount of dudes is going to be there. Yeah. That's that's those are the number of pizzas you order. Maybe even an extra. Sure. If you were coming over, I wouldn't just get two. I'd no. get three pizzas. No. If I said I'm pulling the pin tonight, so get what you want, but I'm I'm pretty hungry, you would say, All right, well then we're each getting one, and then there's gonna be a third one we're gonna be just munching on. I'll tell you what, man, he, and he always kept himself in shape. I'm sure I'm sure he still is in shape. I haven't seen him in years, but Chris Spielman. You know, he was always he'd always stick to his diet. Lots of chicken. Lots right. of vegetables, even when he wasn't playing. He just, he wanted to stay in shape. Wanted to, he was comfortable that way. But when he decided to pull that pin, I have never seen somebody eat like he eats. Oh, I don't doubt it. I have never seen it. There was one, I forget why, but he was working with me on a Buckeye game day Saturday. We were in the radio station on a Saturday together. And back at that time, they used to cater in pizzas. Sure. For everybody who was working Saturdays at the radio station. And I want to say we had eight pizzas total. Large pizzas. Yeah. Large pizzas. No joke. He ate three pizzas all by himself. Man. I've never impressive. seen anything like it before. No, when I said I could eat two pizzas in a day, I mean, I get up at seven o'clock. There's a pizza. Not that there would be because most places aren't open that early, but I get a fresh pizza at 7 a.m. I could take two or three slices down easily for breakfast. Lunchtime, I'd probably finish off the rest of the pizza and then, probably around 3 or 4 o'clock, I'd get a little peckish. Oh, yeah. And I'd start on the second pizza, and then by dinner time, I'd have it at least half no, he gone. ate all three of these pizzas I in can't. maybe 45 minutes. Yeah, I'm saying, I couldn't do that. I could just, over the course of a day, probably get through two large pizzas if I really wanted to. I can't fathom eating that much pizza that quickly, but it doesn't surprise me, man. He, like I said, when you're a performance athlete, you almost have to eat like it's your job, in because you have to eat whatever they tell you. You have to eat... Hey, drink 16 egg whites today. Okay. Well, he also didn't understand regular human amounts of things. No. There was, I, was one time I, yes. where I, he had a headache. He came to my desk and said, hey, do you have any ibuprofen? And I said, yes, I do. So I opened up my desk drawer and I said, how many do you want? He said, give me the bottle. And then he took the bottle. I swear to you, he took 16 ibuprofen. I hope in front not. of me. I hope it wasn't that many. No, but I, I, I swear to you. Like, he took a lot more than what. A normal human would think that's going to take care of it. He doesn't wash them down with water. He just chewed them like M&M's in his mouth. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Some of these guys are machines. Well, where they're just. It's like whatever I need to fuel my body right now or whatever's going to make my body. Yes. That's right. It's a different level than when you, you and I are like, I want McDonald's or I want this food because <laughs> no, it make me feel care. better. My little sunshine in my mind has gone behind a cloud. I need something to spruce that up. It takes a special type of guy. To play an entire season. We talked about Eric Weddle tearing tear his peck yeah. in the Super Bowl. And then he was done once he tore his peck. Of course. Spielman played an entire season with a torn peck. I, I don't even I don't even know how that's possible. I'm sure. I know it was. I know he did it. I don't know how that's possible. They used to take one of those huge needles. Ugh. Like a foot long, Ugh. those needles. Because they got to get it just in the right spot. In your chest. In your peck. He used to take one of those needles before every single game. Oh. And then he ate 16 ibuprofen like Skittles. I'm telling you. No wonder the dude needs 16. <laughs> Some of these guys are superhuman. That's what I'm telling you. You will never get rid of Roger Goodell. Details next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for heavy slowdowns on I-71 southbound between Greenlawn Avenue and Frank Road. Flooding is still blocking the left lane. ODOT crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but traffic is still stop and go and still continues to build. About a 20-minute slowdown in the meantime. Starving Report is sponsored by AutoZone. Starting Stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Hello. Hey, check out the podcast. Go to wherever you get your audio. Search Common Man and T-Bone. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge, including the weekend show, Mm. which will be in your feed tomorrow morning. Teddy's also working on some flashback episodes. When's the next one? Is it this weekend, Teddy? Yes, Sunday. That'll drop. All right. What kind of uh, flashback are we looking at there? It's uh, discusses a lady who had relations oh, with a ghost. The, yeah. That's right. I she forgot. Had sex with a ghost. Okay, <laughs> that's what she said. Mm. <laughs> Took a pottery class together. <laughs> sure. Yeah, they made a movie about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, tool of the week coming up at five thirty-four. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone nine seven one. Roger Goodell. His current deal runs through March twenty twenty-four. However, he is negotiating with the league for a new contract. Um, the past two years, he has taken home a reported $63.9 million. I bet he has. In, in each of the past two seasons. Oh, in not total. each of them. No, okay. come on. This is an amateur oh, Okay. Hour. In each of the past two seasons, $63.9 million. I thought we were looking at a $31.5 million a year average. I was way off. One NFL owner was quoted anonymous, anonymously is saying he's at the top of his game right now. Why would we want him walking out the door? What is... Okay. Let's unpack what his game actually is. Well, his game is making money for the owners, and I guess he is at the top of his game. Not just that. His game is being the flacky for all the different... And lackey? Lackey? Lackey. Taking the flack, being a lackey, however you combine to. I think we've coined a new word. Flacky. Flacky. Hey, hey, Flacky. <laughs> How you doing, peeps? <laughs> right. He is the owner's lackey. So when they do dumb things or evil things like Dan Snyder and his group seem to have done, and maybe Jerry Jones did too now that some of this stuff's coming out about the Cowboys cheerleaders, his job, Roger Goodell's job is to walk out there and go, yeah, um, we did an investigation, but... Uh, was all delivered orally, and we didn't get any paperwork on that, so sorry. We're not going to be able to release that to you. Whoopsie. And then when everyone goes, that's a lie, you're boldly lying to everyone who watches NFL football, he can go, yeah, 
I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to release it. Sorry. That's his job. So Dan Snyder doesn't have to go out there and do that with people. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they pay him to do. That's, that, that's his right. being at the top of his game. That's right. Them making money has nothing. Uh, not nothing. Not oh, much has- to do. No, it does not have much to do with Roger Goodell from the standpoint of they don't fix the officiating. They don't listen to a lot of the concerns the fans have. They continue to do things that fans say, we don't want that. We would prefer you do this. They ignore it. And then they... They print money because everybody still wants to watch this game because we love football in this country. That's basically it. I'm saying if you got a, a person who was willing to stand up to the owners but said, oh, I'll still do all the money-making stuff you want. They, it's not going to happen. They're never going to hire that guy. No, it's not going to happen. Because they want someone who will take all the bullets for them. That's right. But just acknowledge that's what he's there for. I know it's and what he he's does there for. Well, well. <laughs> He does. He serves yes. them well. He doesn't serve us well. No, he serves them well. And but I'm them is who is paying him sixty-four what I'm million saying dollars. Is when these you know billionaire idiots, many of whom their parents were the ones or grandparents or further back were the ones who actually had the good idea, and they're just living off that. Or in the case of my team's owner, dad. Well, I said she's a million I, years. Well, old. I said their parents or their grandparents or whoever had this brilliant idea, and they're living off that excess and that wealth those when those guys come to a microphone and say ah rogers at the top of his game explain what his game is is all i'm saying well, here's to the you game. Here's his the game. game is to be your yes. flacky peeps. flacky <laughs> flacky right in this story i'm reading from sports business journal they talk about his resume yeah now we can find fault in these bullet points but here's what they say he managed to avoid any lost games to the pandemic signed $110 billion worth of television broadcasts, ensured labor peace through the 2030 season, and presided over a 10% gain in viewership. That's what the owners are looking at. And by the way, Flacky. The only one of those things I would say has to do with some level of his deft negotiations is that uh, labor peace for the next... You know, yes, and long. that's not a small thing. That's but not a small detail. Let's also not forget this. When you're talking about negotiating, why is it that the NFL has so much more power over its players than leagues like Major League Baseball and the NBA do over their players? Why is that, Mike? Is it because of Roger Goodell just being smarter than Rob Manfred and Adam Silver? Maybe he is, but that's not why they have that control. The reason is because there's a lot of guys in Major League Baseball who played for eight, nine years, know how the system sucks, and they're willing and rich enough to say, yeah, we'll miss a year. I don't care. Screw you. I don't want to do this. And they've got more of those guys in Major League Baseball and in the NBA than you do in the NFL. Why? Because the average NFL career is like, what, three and a half, four years. There's a lot of players who say, I can't afford to miss a quarter of my career for some fight between these millionaires and those billionaires. That's why Roger Goodell wins these battles. Not necessarily because he's a great negotiator, because that's the sport. It's the easiest one to win because of the nature of the sport. It's violent. Your careers are short. There aren't as many guys willing to stand up like that and take it, you know, and, and go to the mat with the owners. As much as I hate what's going on in baseball right now, the reason that's happening is because there are a lot of dudes with seven, eight, nine years of experience and all the money, and they don't care. You know what I think the uh, NFL players need? What do they need? Stand up to Roger Goodell. Okay. Show them what it's like. Yeah. Phil Mickelson and the Saudis. That's what they need. Is that a real quote? Oh, yeah. Did 
Did you? That's from a book. Did you? I, did I you read, see it? I read the quote. Well, Phil Mickelson, it's, by it's, the way, long story short, Phil Mickelson doesn't like the PGA. He wants to stand up to the PGA, and he was quoted. I've got the quote here. All right, go ahead. It's, I'll it, read this to you. It's This is him in, uh, this is called Phil, the rip-roaring and unauthorized biography of golf's most colorful superstar. Right, but these quotes are directly by, attributed to yeah, Phil. This is what Phil Mickelson told to author Alan Shipnuck. Guy. He said about the Saudi, the Saudi people that he's dealing with about this breakaway golf league. He said, quote, they're scary mother effers to get involved with. They killed Jamal Khashoggi, the Washington Post reporter and U.S. resident. You might remember. Not and, disputed. Not disputed. Not and disputed. he said this. Yeah. I'm just pointing out that's Phil Mickelson saying that. Yeah. And he goes on. He said they killed Khashoggi and have a horrible record on human rights. They execute people over there for being gay. Knowing all of this, why would I even consider joining up with this breakaway golf league? He says, quote, because this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to reshape how the PGA Tour operates. Oh, yeah, it's all right. Oh, it's killing, well, they're killing I, people. But I got to tell you, we're going to stick it to the PGA together. I got it. I'm I. Vince Dude, McMahon says he completely understands. I read this quote and thought, "This I'm getting deep faked in an article. I don't even know if that's like, I guess that would just be called wrong. No. <laughs> it's, hey, does this, this surprise you from Phil? I mean, I don't, I don't should, know as much about, about Phil as you should. do, but it surprises me that he would say this to where apparently it's become it's a, public. It's, it surprises that, you that he would that, say it, uh, but not that he would do it, right? Well, I'm just this sort of shocked that because he's such a you know a worry worries about his image and everything like that that this makes him look awful. Obviously, shouldn't so why this, would he do this? Shouldn't this he's shock? Awful. I take. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever person in sports you personally are the most cynical about, whoever it is, right? There's a lot of hated people in sports. Me? Tom, Bra- no, anyone oh, like me? I was going to say you, everyone. Okay, I'm saying anyone out there. You Lance might say Armstrong. Okay, Lance Armstrong. If Lance Armstrong said, hey, man, they kill people for being gay, but I got a chance to reshape my sport and I got to think about that. Wouldn't you say, wow, that's really bad. I can't believe you actually feel that way. That's one of the most cynical, horrible things I've ever heard in my life. Yes. Okay. I'm just saying yes. we shouldn't normalize that and go, well, Phil's I'm not normalizing of- anything. Yeah, I'm Phil saying- Mickelson is terrible. This is pass he- it on. <laughs> That's, this is, I'm saying, a new level of terrible. I don't ever recall hearing someone publicly acknowledge. Yeah, now you can say some players maybe ignore, ah, you like Nike, you work with Nike. Nike has some factories you may not want to look into in different countries. Oh, that's a fair discussion. I'm all for that. You rarely hear players say, oh, yeah, I know there's a horrible thing going on. Yeah, they're killing people. I'm just people. ignoring it. Because I got a chance to sell something or do something or make a little extra scratch. Phil Mickelson is saying, I got I to gotta tell you, reshaping the PGA, it's worth it to lose all those lives. <laughs> wow. collateral damage. Wow. Okay, man. Is Tom Brady prepping to own an NFL team? Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. You'll find I-71 southbound between Greenlawn Avenue and Frank Road. The left lane is still blocked for flooding. Traffic is still bumper to bumper and builds. ODOT crews remain on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but plan on some heavy slowdowns. You might want to avoid this if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Simpletons, nincompoops, ignoramuses. Just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show. Also, fat. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Common Man and T-Bone weekend comes your way tomorrow at 10 a.m. Teddy thought I was going to say the sponsor. Mm. I'll do it now, Ted, just for ah, you. There you go. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Teddy gets really excited when I, when I read the sponsor. Really excited. Did you get as excited as when you were watching the duels at Daytona last night, Ted? Was that is that how excited you I get? I get even more excited. Oh, good. Okay. Mm-hmm. A little NASCAR action last night, Mike. It's back this week. That's right. It's Daytona back. 500. You excited? Sure. All right. They got a they got a brand new car. Well, it's the start of your season. You it's should be thing. excited. It's a new thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not excited, but I know you're not. Glad you are. Well, you know, for me, Sunday's a huge day because we What's got Sunday. Well, Daytona 500's going on. Yeah. And you know I'm like the only person on planet Earth that is excited about both the Daytona 500 and the NBA All-Star game I don't that think evening. that's true. Okay. I'm, I'm sure a, there are plenty of people who are excited about both. people who are excited about both NASCAR and the NBA, but I do like both. And I'm excited to watch the All-Star game on Sunday up in Cleveland and also watch my Daytona 500 on uh, Saturday afternoon as well. Or Sunday afternoon. Sorry. Before we get to uh, Tom Brady maybe owning a team, you were talking about the All-Star game. Yeah, you were telling me during the break that Miles Garrett will be there. I'm sure other Browns players will be there. Miles Garrett is playing in some celebrity game. I think it's tonight. But the the scuttlebutt is that Baker is not going to be at the All Star game, and some people are reading into this. Well, it's it's even more that like people are saying if he doesn't show, wow, that's a bad look and I don't a big think that's sign. A, why is that a bad look? Look, I'll, I'll be the first one to sit down on a Monday morning and say, Baker sucked because of this, this, and this. But what if the guy just doesn't want to go to the All-Star game? That doesn't mean that he hates Cleveland. That doesn't mean that he's making some sort of silent statement by not going. It just means he doesn't want to go. What's the problem with that? No, I, I agree with that. The only thing I will add is... Baker's the type of person that it feels like if he was coming off a season where they went to the AFC championship and he threw for like 4,200 yards and was getting MVP votes, feels like that guy would be in Cleveland this week. All right, maybe that's you know I mean? maybe like, that's true. But that's, that speaks more to just his 
own insecurities or his ability to not but handle criticism right, or whatever. Projecting that here. does not mean he hates you as a fan base. Look, I mean, he's either going to play well or he's not based on his talent level. I quite frankly don't care if he likes Cleveland, doesn't like Cleveland. I just want him to be a good quarterback. And if he's not, then I don't really care if he shows up to the All-Star game or not. No, I, I don't know why that's a story. You want to be upset about Baker? Be upset that he sucks. I guarantee Don't be you. upset he does not show up to the All-Star game. I'm guessing if you go up to Cleveland this weekend, that is going. That is something they are talking about quite a bit on, on the old... Cleveland radio stations up there. I'm right. sure they're doing it. Stephen Ross is the owner of the Dolphins. They're going to investigate the tanking allegations that he offered Brian Flores $100,000 a game to lose. But some people within the league think that this is serious and he could be forced to sell the team. They're saying if he does, uh, there is a dude that works with him, Bruce Beal. Okay. I guess back in 2016, he bought the rights to purchase the team should it go up for sale. I didn't even know that you could do such a well, thing. Well, he must be a minority owner, which is the only reason why so he, it's, he can it's, do such a thing. It's almost like he bought in enough that he got first right it, of Right, refusal. in his contract it says, look, if you sell your interest in the team, I have the right to buy it. Yeah. So back in 2016, he secured those rights. Florio wrote this piece. He said, regardless of when Beal gets the team, one name to watch will be Tom Brady. There's a lingering belief that Beal's acquisition of the Dolphins would be followed by Beal selling a silver, a sliver of it off to Brady. Mm. Now, I, there is a belief. I don't know what that means. Is that Florio heard one guy say it? Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. I mean, it would make sense, though, right, that. Someone like Tom Brady would have the ability to do so. He's going to have more than enough money to be the to be able to buy in, right? He is not going to be the primary financier, but that's no, okay. But, you know, Derek Jeter is not the primary yep. financier of the Marlins, yet Derek Jeter came to an agreement with the people who are. Guessing A-Rod is not the primary financier of the Timberwolves deal, if that all is gone through what or will go through. What happened with that? Well, I think it was supposed to go through, and then there was concerns that he was going to move the team, but I... I thought that still was a thing. I'll double check it. But anyway, the point is a lot of times when you hear of celebrities, players, I mean, the Dolphins literally have a bunch of owners. Remember that whole thing where they got Gloria Estefan and a bunch of other people just yeah, like, yeah. hey, I bought in and I own part of the team now. And it's a like, lot that of teams was, do that. that. That was more of a, you're in, you're part of our ownership group, but no, you're not anywhere close to a majority owner. In this case, if Tom Brady buys in, it would be more than that, I would have to believe. And the goal might be someday for him to become kind of the face of the organization as an ownership partner. Maybe that's a case, but yeah, I don't, I don't think guys like him are interested in putting up the bulk of their wealth because they don't have to, and they still get all the rights of being an owner. Speaking of a rod, I was reading a story about a rod recently. The lives of very rich people fascinate me. So a rod wanted to buy uh, an apartment in New York city. Okay. All right. But this particular building that he wanted to be in is a co-op. And that doesn't mean you can just, well, this place is for sale for $5 million. I shall buy it. That means the board of the building has to allow you to spend $5 million to buy the place. And so A-Rod wanted to buy this place in this particular building. And the co-op said, no, we're not going to let you. Now, this guy's got half a billion dollars, probably. Or at least that's what he's made. I don't know what he has. Someone has told you you cannot buy a place in this building. For me, I would turn around and say, all right, I guess I'll spend my 
15 or $20 million in another building in Manhattan, kiss my ass. But instead, what A-Rod did, because he wanted to be in this building so badly, is he went before the co-op board and essentially begged, begged it's to incredible. get in the building. It's incredible, right? Made like a, a big performance, a big stink about it, and they finally relented and let him spend $10, 15000000 million, whatever he was going to spend. Yeah. Can you, you know, imagine that, though? I can't. And Begging? I- no, because that would be one reason I'd probably, if I had that much money, would be one of those reclusive millionaire types that's like, where'd that guy ever go? Well, you got that type of money. My philosophy is I don't have to do anything yes, for anybody ever again. No, I don't show up to anybody's thing and say, oh, please let me be here. I really want to. Let me. Now, here's a PowerPoint presentation about how I'm going to be the ideal tenant. No, I would be that person at the country club where it's like, hi, I just won the lottery. I want to be in your country club. Like, well, there's a membership. I'd be like, well, see you later. I have a sack of money. I was going to drop on the counter, but that's not good enough. Bye. We're going to have a very special episode of the show next Tuesday at 7. I will tell you why. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some backups in westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. More slowdowns on I-70 downtown split westbound between the 71 east split and the 71 315 west split. And traffic is slow on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Traffic report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone971. Timmy Hall has told me that today is opening day for Buckeye Baseball. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, it's February 18th, but whatever. Let them live. They're playing down in Florida. Congratulations to uh, Buckeye baseball fans getting another season underway, getting to start with that. That should be fun. Bob Todd, right, Teddy? Not, <laughs> not Bob Todd. Retired. Yeah. Nick Swisher Field. Greg Beals. Greg Beals. Cool. Also also my guy. I'm just remembering Bob Todd. I did What's the see, problem? I saw a photo, because I guess at LSU it is their opening day. It's probably opening day for a lot of baseball teams, I'm guessing. Yeah. But, you know, down south, college baseball is more of a thing than it is most anywhere else in the country. And there was a picture outside of their ballpark of LSU fans tailgating eight hours before the game. Hey, man, good for them. Yeah, I, I'm, I respect it because I can understand how if you live in the south, it is much warmer usually than it is up here. So, yeah, if it's... Between 40 and 60 degrees. What do you think the weather is today in Baton Rouge? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say 52 degrees with some nice sunshine. Baton Rouge. I'm going to guess. Right now. Where is it? It's in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I know, know, but I'm looking at the weather. Where is this city that you know the name of? Usually it just pops right up. Mm. How how are we doing so far? Not too good right now. Okay. Well, let's just say it's 52 and sunny there. 
I'm just pointing out that that would be a fun, that'd be fine tailgating weather for me. What is it? It's 53. 53. I was one degree, one degree off. That's pretty good, Bone. Pretty good. (sighs) Was it sunny? If you can tell me the area code of Baton Rouge, I will give you all the cash that I have in my wallet. Uh, Teddy, do not help him. 319. No. Oh, that's too bad. 225. 225. Yeah. My next guess? About half of what you got in your wallet. What's the elevation of Baton, Baton Rouge? Rouge? I'm going to say uh, seven feet. 56? 56. Well, it's, 56 I'm just feet. saying it's it's near the coast, so it's not it's not likely to be, you know, thousands of feet in the air. Mm-hmm. Usually it's pretty Yeah, low. well, that's the problem with a lot of places <laughs> in Louisiana. Right, it's low-lying like New Orleans, areas. The yes. sea level is above you at some yeah. places in the city where it's like, hey, what's that up there? Oh, it's the river. I'm under the river. Or the, what is it? It's the river and then the ocean feeding the river that makes, yeah, got it. Okay. Correct. I'm just learning how geography works. It's the Mississippi. It, it yeah, 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 goes I out know, into right. the ocean. I there. got you. That's how yeah. it works. Yeah. Anywho, but, you know, maybe. How many people live in Baton Rouge? Oh, uh, seven, metro, metro area. I'm going to say 700,000. 870,000. I just am like a Baton Rouge expert out of nowhere. I didn't even know it. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty close to the spiritual home of uh, LSU football, I guess, and physical home. I guess I must get them on some weird level. I don't know. What year was Ugh. Baton Rouge founded? I'm going to go... Um, that doesn't mean that there weren't people living there before. No, no, no I get it. But the founded city Founded as a city. I'm going to go... Trying to think of when Louisiana purchased what. I'm going to say 1794. Mm, you're about 100 years off. Oh, really? 1699. Oh, I was, I was thinking I was too early. Mm, Whoa, I was late. 1699. Wow. Yeah. Okay. How about that? No, I was I didn't know if they would count it if it, you know, was just like a settlement, but I guess they would, right? It wasn't it wasn't a settlement of the US technically, but it was a settlement. All right. Yeah, fair enough. What did I tease? Oh, more next geography. Tuesday at seven o'clock. Yeah. We're gonna be on the air. <clears throat> Excuse huh? me. Froggy. We are? I, I didn't I'm going to be here. Maybe you're not going to be here. I didn't sign up for that. I don't think you are going to be here, actually. Next but. Tuesday. Actually, I'm off. You're right. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> but in spirit. In spirit, in you'll spirit, be here. In spirit, I okay. will be. Why is that? Because next Tuesday night at 7 o'clock is the USFL draft. Oh, can't I wait know for that. I know you and I are very excited about USFL 2.0. Here's how the draft is going to work. Um, by the way, that night, just the first 12 rounds of the draft. <laughs> Right, there will be draft the whole league. There you will got, be yeah. thirty-five total oh, rounds. This is like old the draft. School. This is old school NFL, right there. Teams will have two minutes to choose, and oh. then day two begins the next morning at ten a.m. with ninety seconds for rounds thirteen through twenty-three. Oh my! Oh, rounds thirteen That's... through seventeen. I'm sorry. Here's how it works. How are they going to get? Well, I guess they don't have as many teams. So let me tell mind. you how it works. Okay. Um, how many teams in the USFL? Do we know? Was it 10? 9. Is that what you held nine? up? Ten? 8. No. 8. No, it eight can't would, be 9. They're going to start eight. with an odd number. <laughs> 7. Why? <laughs> Ted, you just did the thing that I, I couldn't tell with the glare on eight. the screen. Yeah, okay, I, I see 8 down. now. All the right, format will unfold by position with quarterbacks being selected in round 1. Edge rushers and defensive ends chosen in rounds 2 through 4. Offensive tackles taken in rounds 5 through 7. Corners picked in rounds 8 through 11. And quarterbacks again coming off the board in round 12. The league will use a modified snake system with the Michigan Panthers coached by Jeff Fisher. Holding the first overall pick. Mm, All right. 
Do we get a look at the player pool? Is there somewhere I can go to look at that if I wanted to, to see which of these players are going to... I think you and I are in it. (laughs) Rounds 13 through 17 will focus on receivers. Round 18 and 19, safeties. Round 20 is the center round. Inside linebackers will be selected in round 21, and guards will go in rounds 22 and 23. So you said eight teams, and we have the first 12 rounds are going to be what's Tuesday night. Correct. Okay, so you're going to get to 96 or so players drafted on the first night. and There's got to be odds someplace about who's going to be the number one pick in the USFL draft. Yeah, it's probably true. I don't know who it would. I have no idea who it would be, though. Do you? No. Well, it's got to be a quarterback. We know that. Well, <laughs> yes, but I'm saying who do we even know? You're right. Everyone is technically eligible, but how many quarterbacks are healthy enough that want to play, in shape enough that want to play, of an age where you could still play some level of competitive football and have expressed an interest like they're not, you know, like Andrew Luck might qualify as all those things, but he doesn't want to do it. He wouldn't want to. Why would he? Now, who would be the number one pick? Probably that uh, J.D. Barnett guy. Probably get old old J.T. JT I bet you you J.T. Barrett's drafted. Oh, I'm sure he is. I bet you he is. I'm saying he's probably very much in the running. I'm just trying to... It'd be that era of I'm gonna player. Say, I'm going to say the number one pick in the USFL draft is Shea Patterson. Now, I want people to know what you just did. Because you said Shea Patterson. And then you, like, mean Joe Green, chugged back a glass bottle of Coke out of nowhere. I don't even know where you got that. Even though Shea Patterson is coming back to Michigan this year, that makes no sense. Is he? Isn't he? I don't know. I think he is. You know what? Let him live. He's going to the USFL. Breaking news. You think he'll just leave? Herschel Walker style. He's going. I'm going to say some McCaffrey spawn will be the number one pick. <laughs> Shea Patterson plays for the Montreal Alouettes, by the well, way. Well, who am I thinking of? Who's there? What's his name? I don't know. Who's there? Who's, I forget. I don't know. What I'm, do you mean you don't know? He was the starting quarterback I'm last year. I blocked out college football until September, wow, buddy. How I'm is done. it? How is it that six weeks go by and we forget the entire roster? Now I'm on NBA and NHL and Not starting Patterson. Who is it, Ted? I don't know. I didn't. I, yeah. Are, I, you, are you looking for Cade McNamara? Yes, yeah, Cade McNamara. Okay. That's what I meant. No, actually, Shea Patterson makes sense. Yeah, he does. Because he, he plays for Montreal. Yeah. Well, that's why when you said it, I was like, well, I think he's right. What and about then, Matt McGloin? What about him? You mean uh, old McLovin? Yes. Mr. Moxie himself? That's right. Doesn't yeah. he look like someone? Who was the other jabron they had at Penn State? Oh, I don't remember. I barely he remember was a second round now. Pick. He flamed out of the XFL. What was his oh, name? Oh, right. For the, uh, the, the Jets, Jets player. What that, was his name? Wow. <sighs> And he was going to be so good, big high school this prospect. Is what this shows become. You remember What's that guy? this guy's name? <laughs> and guys that we should know. Like, hey, who's the Michigan starting quarterback? Man, you know, the know guy who beat you. us last year. Christian Hackenberg. Hacky, Christian Hackenberg. Hacky 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 Hacky. <laughs> Kicked in the sacky for Christian Hackey. Hey, how about this right that now? Was when we were thinking he was going to be good. If you want, you want to take a flyer on somebody being the number one pick. Okay. In the USFL draft. Give it to me. Kyler Murray. Come on, there's not. Yeah, that's that's good. What if happen. I told you Kyler Murray he just changed started his Instagram? Kyler to that? Murray just started following the Michigan Panthers on social media. Yeah, that sounds about right, and I think that would matter if he did. I don't know, man. The USFL to me. How about? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say. I'm going to give you another name. If you enjoy the USFL, I don't want to crap on what I don't want to crap on that. 
I hope if you, you enjoy, enjoy it. it. You haven't well, so, seen it. No, but if there are people who are genuinely excited no about this. enjoy it. Get out of here. Okay. I can't get there is all I'm trying to say. I got I, a guy for you. Give me a guy. You ready? Go ahead. I don't think you're ready for this. No, I'm trying to be ready. Shohei Otani. <laughs> um, he's pitching, he's, ever, he's hitting, and he's a quarterback in the USFL. He's ever played football. To my yeah, it does matter, actually. You have to be able to play football to play in the USFL. Shohei's talking about how he wants to be a role model, wants to get Asian people involved in the game of baseball. Okay, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Good. That's great. So that's, but that you, can, be... you can expose yourself even more. So he's going to go play football to get more Asian people interested in baseball. Is that what you're saying? He, just, he wants to logic. get them engaged. Well, what if Doesn't they're not looking the to get is. married? I don't even... Why would they need to be engaged? Oh, That's just what a, is the matter with well, you? I don't know what you're saying. He's looking to get him engaged. Good for... I'm, I'm looking to get him betrothed. There you go. Yay. He wants to expose himself. To, to who? To all the kids. Oh. The Blue Jackets certainly were, were going to expose themselves to all the kids. I still remember the day Rimmer said that, and I thought, there's no way we're going to stop playing that. No. For the rest of eternity. The second that escaped his mouth, I thought, That's it. We will be playing that forever. Look, we're not going to do it, but if we did have a USFL draft show on Tuesday night, it, yeah. would, it would pop a number. It would. People would listen for that. We, I bet you, could get more people to listen to us on this local radio station and and our streaming and you know podcasts and all that than I watching think the, the actual USFL draft will get people watching. It. I agree. We can be the Manning cast for the USFL draft. Does anybody have the radio rights to that, Ted? I mean, I'm sure they don't. Who who would have the radio rights to the USFL? Answer, no one. No one. Pro- or, you know what? We could be probably, the first. I know the station in Birmingham. Isn't that WJOX? They probably, if anybody would, it'd be them. Just because they cover half the South anyway. Mm-hmm. And they probably would buy the rights to it because it's going on in their city, right? Isn't that where they're playing all the games? That's right. So they probably Until have Until the postseason, then they're playing those up in Canton. And... Some we need to go get the rights to it, but not to actually do any serious commentary. We're just gonna no, no, BS no. our way through smart it. Smart ass, <laughs> smart ass commentary. Like, hey, you remember that guy? No, I don't. And then move on. Who's this loser? <laughs> He's all right. He played for schools the Buckeyes played against. Oh, all right, I've forgotten. Jamar Chase has a new job. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on Cleveland Avenue at East 24th Avenue. This accident does involve injuries causing slowdowns over here. Please be careful as things begin to get cleaned up. About a 10 to 15 minute backup in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray. It's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Oh, hello. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The Dumb is strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone. 
Let me tell you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. Let's talk about ED, shall we? Okay. Erectile dysfunction. There are many ways to treat ED. At Columbus Men's Clinic, they've successfully treated thousands of men with protocols that have success rates as high as 90%. They're going to find the right treatment for you. You can even have great sex the day after your appointment. Get the right treatment for you, Bone. Okay. Your initial appointment's only $99 and includes blood work and a medical consult. Call them today, 614-300-7400, 614-300-7400, or go to columbusmensclinic.com. Promo code, Shea Patterson. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the promo code. There is no promo code, I don't believe. But no, there's whatever. not. There's not. All right. Um, USFL. Yes. We were talking about them last segment. They're going to have their draft on Tuesday night. The first round of the draft will just be quarterbacks for all eight teams. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. I'm sure the USFL wants to be taken seriously. We're going to have good football. Mm-hmm. We're going to have high-quality coaches. We're going to take this seriously, and we're going to win you over. We're going to get your eyeballs this spring. What if Ben Roethlisberger called the USFL office today uh-huh says hey I want to play for one of your teams I will I will make myself eligible for your draft maybe the Pittsburgh franchise yeah they have a Pittsburgh right they have a Pittsburgh team I have one rule no one can touch me <laughs> we can we can have some sort of thing where it's you know you place two hands on me and that counts as a sack but nobody can touch me does the USFL say sure Ben We'll do that, or do they say, no, I'm sorry, we're a serious football league here, go well, away. If if they ever, I don't know what the people running the USFL actually think the ceiling is for that league, but if they believe the idea here is to create a, not even a viable alternative to the NFL, but something that in the spring, when you're waiting out the long off season of football, you say, I can go watch this quality pro football league with some players I think are really good and some teams that I've come to learn more about and I have some attachment to. The only way that's ever going to happen is if you don't do gimmicky things and you just play really good football. So for the long-term viability of what they're trying to do, if they actually believe that's possible, then I would say, no, they shouldn't do that. If they are trying to just make a quick buck and get the league off its feet quickly, you'll have a lot more eyeballs watching that thing than you ever would if you just played it straight with a bunch of guys who are, you know, talents from college that many people what have forgotten I would, about. What I would do, I would do a no-touch quarterback league. All right? I don't know about... I yeah, would do okay. a no-touch quarterback league, and I would call guys like Ben Roethlisberger and Brett Favre and Kurt Warner and say, you think you can still sling the rock? Here you go. No one's going to touch you. Well, it's okay. all pocket passing. But would you watch that? No. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd probably watch it initially. <laughs> right. Yeah, just you'd to see Old Man on. River fling the ball around a little bit. You'd flip it on. But I'm saying after a while, I, and I say this as someone who tried to, and I still do, kind of a little bit defend the league called the Big Three that they have in basketball. That started off with a lot of old guys and a lot of names I recognized and a lot of players that I'm like, oh, that's cool. That guy's going to be in there, and and. It's not that that league sucks by any stretch of the imagination, but you know what the big lead has turned into now? Mm. Brian Scalabrini taking on Greg Oden. For real. That that was last year. I mean, he was playing in the league. Both those guys are playing. Now, me being a basketball junkie, I know all that. 
I know those guys. Obviously, we know Greg Oden from around here, but I'm saying sure. I also know White Mamba Brian Scalabrini. I remember some of these NBA players, but that that is something that only basketball nerds are really going to be interested in. And it's a it's a gimmick. It's a different game. It's half court. There's a four point shot. They've kind of carved out their own thing. They would in no way, shape, or form be considered a viable alternative to the NBA. Or really, I would I no, would but rather they're not, they're not trying to be. I know. I'm saying I would rather and the NBA already has that. I'd watch the WNBA over that. I'd much rather watch WNBA actual competitive basketball. Not that the 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 other one is not that competitive, but you know what I mean? It's it's three on three, it's different. And so I feel like if you're going to make some alternative thing that's going to be played in the spring for football, yeah, you could have a seven-on-seven league and have it be no touch of the quarterback and have a bunch of other things that happen. But I think the only way you're even going to come close to being successful is if you actually build a real football Yeah, but football you know league. what? I don't care. Let's see the circus. So I have Roethlisberger, <laughs> Kurt Warner, uh-huh. Brett Favre. Give me another guy that you think realistically could play. Drew Brees wouldn't do it because I'm trying to remember. He can't um, really throw anymore. Well, He's on TV. Philip try- Rivers. Philip Rivers, Rivers is an excellent one. one. All right, we need eight spots. We have four. I was trying to remember. Did Romo retire because of injuries? Romo's making too much money on. Oh uh, yeah, TV. fair enough. He's on TV. He's not going. He's do not going to do it. He had some back issues too. Yeah, he did. Okay. Jay Cutler. Cutler would be in. Yeah, Jay Cutler would be there for sure. Smoking while he's playing. Oh yeah, <laughs> just the heater also dangling naked. out of his he's, mouth. He's naked. He's he's your uh, Curtis Lascanic out there, just running around with a helmet on and naked, smoking. Uh, who, who else? else? They don't I'm, have I'm to thinking. be Hall of Famers, no, but I'm notable to, guys. I'm trying to think of notable quarterbacks who are not. Hey, this is a guy who could be there soon. Jared Goff should be there. <laughs> no, <laughs> Teddy. How about Ryan Fitzpatrick? I know Has he's still, he retired? He hasn't officially retired. But that's but, that's a spot he would yeah. fit in very well. Alex Smith? Mm. Yeah, these well, are, no, t- these are no, no touch. touchy. No touchy. Alex Smith could be a guy. Yeah. Why not? He had a thing. I saw an online video of him not too long ago where he gave you like a full close-up of that leg. I don't... Ever, yeah. I cannot uh, uh-uh. believe... I cannot believe that guy came back and played NFL football. I can't either. I cannot believe I mean, it. It is a mangled piece of meat. Well, you saw with Tiger Woods. We haven't seen the pictures of it, but he has given that interview where he now has said, oh yeah, my my leg that got hurt in that accident is not the same shape, does not look the same yeah, as my I'm other sure leg. I'm sure it does And he had, he had similar, just ridiculous injuries to that leg. So. All right, we got Roethlisberger, Kurt Warner, Brett Favre, Philip Rivers, yeah! Jay Cutler, I mean, Alex Smith. And again, this guy's making too much money on TV. Aikman's too old to want to do yeah, this too, too, right? He's not bleeding from the eyes. Favre isn't too old, though. He's out there with his copper dog. That's no stop. He's throwing passes That's to his dog commercial. out there. No, you put that copper stuff all over Favre and How you don't old? touch him. Is Brett Favre older than Troy Eggman or are they like, I'm trying to think because I wouldn't think that he is, but I just want to double check my he age. He should be here. younger than Troy. I would think hey, so. How about this? Yeah. I'm looking and we at know he's years. taking the Frank Thomas supplements. How about Doug Flutie? <laughs> right. And he's, trust and he's me, the girl, all those he'll guys. be playing all those games with a huge erection. <laughs> Doug Flutie. <laughs> all right. I can't believe. I, 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 first of first of all, Troy Aikman is uh, 55. Brett Favre is 52. Well, it's much younger. It's three years. No, it's, it's not that much younger. No, it's much younger. Now, there's a guy that's much younger than both of those guys. Who's that? Old Peyton Manning couldn't get out there and run around a little bit. Well, Eli could. Eli or Peyton. Eli, I'm just Eli saying. would do it. 
Eli's, Why would Eli do it and Peyton wouldn't? I, I'm just telling you. Why? Peyton's got the neck. Uh, <laughs> He'd have to get out his right. wife's <laughs> steroids to play again. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but it's no touch. We're going to send Alex Smith yeah, out there with half still, a leg, and yes. we're not going to send Peyton Manning out? It's, it's no touch, but it's still you have to throw. Yeah. Alex Smith can still, if he didn't have to move, he can still throw in the pocket. Well, I guess you're right. Peyton, Peyton I don't really think, throw can throw. Yeah, he couldn't really throw. Hmm. We're pretty close now to our league. Oh, we forgot one guy. Who? Just retired. Who? Uh, old TB12 might might throw him in there. Right. Totally That's, did. Let me tell you something. Tom Brady. How about Tebow? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Round it out with Tebow. Fine. Tebow. And he actually, he is allowed to be hit. <laughs> you have one quarterback that is allowed to be hit, but he can take it because he's so big You know how you strong. get Tom Brady involved in this? How do you get him you involved? You say you own half the league. Here you go. Half? Half the league. I own all the league, and well, it's called the TB12 football method. It's, you, you don't even call it a league. It's just everyone wears his jersey and his branded clothing, and they have to eat avocado ice cream on the sidelines. It's the whole lifestyle. You sign up to, and it's a reality show, too. All these guys who sign up, 12 weeks in the program with TB12, eating his diet, working out the way he does, and then at the end, they check and see if you're a better football player. That's the only way he does it. Jamar Chase has another job. I promise I'll do the story coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on Cleveland Avenue at East 24th Avenue. An accident causing some backups in that area. The crash does involve injuries. Please be careful. Plan on some slowdowns in the meantime. Starving Report is sponsored by Mucinex 12 Hour. Mucinex DM's bilayer tablet allows for immediate and extended release, relieving both wet and dry coughs and loosening chest congestion for 12 hours. Mucinex is your trusted partner to help relieve cough and chest congestion and get your body back in control. Available at Walmart. On the NRA with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the week coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. T-Bone has something very important to tell you. That's right, Mike. A lot of people don't love their water. In fact, maybe the water that comes out of your faucets tastes so bad, you're like, I don't even want to drink this. I hate my water. You have to go buy bottled water. And that's no good. I principally just hate the idea of paying someone else for a thing that comes out of my faucets already. But here's the good news. Connecticut can actually fix the water in your house. I have the K5 drinking water station in our house. It filters all the drinking water. I've been trying to be a little bit healthier this year. I've been trying to kind of do a little more exercise and get out walking, eating a little bit better. And one of the things... I've been told to do is to drink more water. It's a lot easier to do that with the water in our house actually tasting great. That's thanks to Connecticut. So, ConnecticutColumbus.com. You want to get the funk out of your water. They are the people who do it better than anyone around. ConnecticutColumbus.com. Jamar Chase has a new job. He was working the counter at Raisin Cane's. Oh, yes. That's cool. Uh, in the Queen City, which location is this? This is a location on Beachmont Avenue. All right. 
He says he's a big fan of Raising Cane's, was eating it while he was at college down at LSU. Sure. That's I, where aren't they weren't they founded Louisiana somewhere yes, in the I south. Think, I think I so. Think, I thought the guy was an LSU alum if I'm not mistaken. Todd Graves, who is the founder and co-CEO of Raisin Cane, said I've been a Chase fan forever since his record-breaking days at LSU. He's one of the best receivers on the planet and we're proud to call him a Caniac. College go. All-American to professional All-Pro. It doesn't get much better than that. We love surprising our customers and our amazing crew members, too, with unexpected visitors. And we're grateful Chase dropped by to thank his fans for their support throughout the season. So he was serving people. A lot of people showed up wearing Chase jerseys. He said he was having lots of fun. All right. Well, that's good. I I, uh, I can't imagine going to a fast food place or whatever we consider Canes. I don't know. They're maybe a little elevated if from it, regular fast food. If it has food. A, a window, it's fast food. Okay, then it is. But I can't imagine pulling through there and then having someone say, hi, how you doing? I'm guy who went to the Super Bowl and star of your team, like NFL rookie sensation Jamar Chase. How are you, fan of my team? Like, wouldn't that, that would just be shocking to me if I'm going through there looking for a four piece with some extra toast, which is the way to go, by the way, get the extra toast. But yeah, that's, that's great. You got to do better than the four piece though. Well, you got to go six piece. No, I'm saying I here's the, here's the secret with the four piece. If you want a chicken sandwich from there, they obviously have one where they just stick the tenders on a bun, and that's fine. But I like to take that, some fries, some slaw. I take the two toasts and I make that the. You make your own sandwich. Yes, I make it with that, and then pour the sauce over it, and that is actually really good. But that's if I want that particular meal. You're right. If I just want tenders, then I go straight for the Caniac. Tenders. You know, back in the day, I worked the Taco Bell drive-thru. Oh, yeah. We invited listeners to come on out, and I worked the Taco Bell drive-thru. And I I had some appreciation for the people that worked there because it was hard work. Of course it is. I remember I was handing out orders at the drive-thru, and I was like, whew, that must have been two hours. And I looked at the clock. It was 15 minutes. Well, I... Then right. I put the sour cream gun right in my mouth and passed out. <laughs> they got the sour cream I think, caulk gun. I would hope that, oh, yes, that is such an invention, too. Oh, it's great. I would think that over the last two years of this pandemic, I would hope we've like learned that people who work in fast food, there's very much a term for skilled workers that should apply to people who work in food service and work in these grocery stores, man, because... That that those jobs are tough to do, like you just said. Of and tough. And people do them and some people do them very well, some people don't, but that's like any job we have now. There's some welders who are really good at what they do and some who aren't. But yeah, I, I think that's something we've come to realize over the last couple of years is when you get good customer service and you've got a place staffed up and it's really good, it, it means something and, and we should be thankful for those people that do that. Bone the Tennessee Titans. I read a story today. The Titans are exploring a new stadium. Yeah, maybe you're saying this is such an old stadium. Well, I was going right to say there. maybe you're saying how old is old Nissan Stadium, whatever the hell they're calling it? Twenty three years. Hmm. It opened in the fall of ninety nine, so twenty three years old. They're saying, you know, we could remodel this thing. However, why don't we just build a whole new place? Probably for two billion dollars. <laughs> well, because you can't just build a stadium. You have to build a whole district. Of course. Well, and you know, Mike, and this is. Not news to anyone, I'm sure, but 
Real estate, real estate, especially in places like Nashville, super cheap. Not when they give it to you for free. Well, that's what I'm sure they'll do. I was do. being sarcastic, but yeah, I guess you're right. It probably would be super cheap if they're just like, oh yeah, here you go. Here's all this land for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 hard for me to understand that. If you've never been, I don't know if you know for people who haven't been down there, you probably know where it is. But in Nashville, proximity to like all the touristy stuff, like you know Broadway and where all the the Ernest Tubbs record shop and all that other stuff, the the Herbie's honky tonk bars. Jay Cutler's house. It's all right across the river from that. So it is not next door to it, but I don't think they're going to knock down the Grand Ole Opry or something and put a football stadium right there. I mean, it's it's about as close as you can get to a historic downtown without actually being in, you know, the, you know, there's a river separating it. So you'd have to cross a bridge, but it's still pretty close to everything you'd want to do down there. So I'm just saying, I don't know where they're going to put it that it would be in a well, I don't know, better but I was, I was reading this story where they said, well, we can renovate it, and it would cost $600 million to renovate. Is that less than $2 billion? Well, but I'm thinking to myself, what what are you spending $600 million to renovate there? And it says, wow, the exterior needs to be changed over to steel. Well, what is it, a wooden roller coaster? <laughs> it's, made out of marsh- you- it's made out of marshmallows, well, actually. what year did you build this? This opened in 99. What is the exterior made out of? Pillows? That's a, a concrete. Is there like I mean I I'm thinking of their stadium. Maybe there's some exterior concrete that they're wanting to. No, listen. I don't know what they mean. You can renovate that place for like less than six hundred million. When they give you a number of six hundred million, that's if like oh we got the chairs that there's a hand that comes out of the chair and touches <laughs> you in certain places. Right. And holograms. Well, I don't you know, know what, holograms would do. You know to what you. it is though. It's it's this. And I'm not saying this is right or wrong either way when it comes to like cars, but I have always been someone who I don't care as much about the exterior of my car. I want it to look nice and, and you know, painted and sealed up and all that stuff, but it doesn't have to be the flashiest car. I would much prefer to have the car that is actually really solid running car, has good like components that make it up. The part that you drive it all the time. All the components that make the car work the proper way, that's what I would want. The guts of the car to be right. And then if the exterior, I want that to be good too. But I get the sense that a lot of the people who run the NFL, much more about the flash, the exterior, that's where the majority of this money would go. Because you know it's not gonna it's not gonna be six hundred million dollars if they renovated it that would make the fan experience that much better. You know what I mean? It's not like the seats are going to be magically three times better than what they were. They're going to they're going to try to stuff more seats in there if they can, not less. No, but the way they made it sound was, oh, it's 23 years old. It's fallen down. Well, then you better call the original contractor. Yeah, you should. Because it shouldn't be. Well, I'm saying they're looking at the exterior of that stadium, and it does look a little dated. It's from a time period where that design language was probably very much more used, and now you can see that. But... A lot of what that six hundred million, I guarantee, goes to is like you said, exterior, make it look pretty, mm. and that is for the that's purely for the owner billionaire class's own good feelings. That's not for the people who actually go to that stadium week in week out. It's not going to make them feel any better or worse. They want to see their football team win games and be comfortable in that stadium. If they spend the money there, I think that'd be much better. Degenerate T Bone coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from Cleveland Avenue at East 24th Avenue. All lanes have reopened in that area. And an accident now being watched on East Broad Street West of North 21st. This accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful as things get cleaned up. Staffing report is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson. Now hiring. Are you looking for steady work and great benefits? Get your career on track with Ace Hardware. Now hiring CDL truck drivers with a $10,000 sign-up bonus in West Jefferson. That's right, a $10,000 sign-up bonus. Apply now at acehardware.com. That's acehardware.com. Only an array with fan traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. I know what you're saying. I gotta know what to do with my money this week. Who am I gonna bet on this weekend? Good news. T-Bone's here. Mm-hmm. So you can do the opposite of whatever he says. Common Man and T-Bone's. T-Bone. T-Bone. T-Bone's Picks for the Weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Bringing care closer to you with more hospitals and care sites in more places. Bone. All right, man. We're actually going to start off with something NFL related because I saw the odds to win the 2022 NFL MVP award. Slash, you know, 2022 slash 2023. So it'll go to next year. But here are the current betting favorites as of today. Leader in the clubhouse. Any? Who do you think it is? NFL MVP for next season. Well, Aaron Rodgers has won the last two, so yes. Okay, so he is. But same odds as him, Pat Mahomes. And Pat I'm here Mahomes, to tell you, he sucks. Now, but I'm telling you what, I feel like this off season, Pat Mahomes is is going to come back next year, and is going to be this like vengeful. I need to destroy the league and show that I am truly the best. Because I, there was a ridiculous thing I just saw, and I can't remember who it was that said it. It was a former player. It was on one of the ESPN talking head shows who said Pat Mahomes isn't even a top five quarterback. Wow, that's just that's, that's it is asinine. Ri- of course, ridiculous. it's asinine. It's ridiculous. I'm saying the fact that's even getting out there, though. I forget who it was, but you know who their second quarterback was in the league? Who is that? Justin Herbert. Oh, you did see this? Okay, yeah, I saw yeah, it. yeah I saw it. right. Okay, but. If I had to pick between those two, I'd actually bet on Pat Mahomes. That's who I think will have the year next year. And I think there will be a lot of hesitancy for people to say, we're not going to let Aaron Rodgers have it three times in a row, just on principle. But if you're thinking Joe Burrow's going to back up what he did this year with an even better performance next year, you've got Pat Mahomes plus 700 right there with Aaron Rodgers. Josh Allen is plus 900, 9 to 1 odds. And then Joe Burrow, 12 to 1 odds ahead of Justin Herbert, ahead of Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, and obviously everybody else. Uh, I did see that Jamar Chase and Nick Chubb have 50 to 1 odds on NFL MVP, which I I find interesting because Jamar Chase is, I don't think they're ever going to give it to Nick Chubb, but 
Jamar Chase could actually be that guy, given all the accolades he got this year. If anyone who's not a quarterback could win it, he it's second year. I don't think that's going to happen, but 50-1 to 1 odds, that's a bit of a flyer, something to look at. Uh, also, better odds than those two, Tom Brady, who is officially retired as of right now at 45-1, to 1, but he's still on the board. All right, let's talk NBA All-Star Weekend because I'm excited about this. I will give you my favorite for the dunk competition and then the bet I would make if you want to bet the NBA All-Star game for some reason, I'll tell you what to do. But dunk contest, Mike, here are the guys. Spud Webb. No, not in this, but but a guy not nearly as short as Spud Webb. Cole Anthony, who has come out and been a tremendous player so far in his short career in the NBA. 6'2", Greg Anthony's son, mm. former Tar Heel. This dude attacks the rim like very few players I have ever seen in, in, in game, I mean, just as a little guy, he gets up there and goes after it. Uh, he is plus 325, an interesting choice. Obi Toppin, of obviously former Dayton Flyer, not far from Cleveland. He's going to be a little bit of a favorite, I would think. He was in it last year, came close, didn't win it. He's got the length and the height, so he's an interesting pick at plus 175. But the guy that I think is going to drop everyone's jaw and the guy I think is actually going to win it is Jalen Green for the Houston Rockets. Plus 140, he's a rookie this year. He is a truly spectacular leaper, and I don't think people are prepared for what he's about to do. I have watched this dude play. He didn't you know, play in college. He played in the G League. This kid can flat out get it, so I'm going to say plus 140. That's the pick I would have. Also, if you want a long shot, Juan Toscano-Anderson from the Warriors, plus 500. He's a good leaper, too. I just don't think he's going to get it done. Is um, he Muggsy's leaper? No, not Muggsy's leaper. All right. Now, here's the bet I would make if you're going to bet on the NBA All-Star Game and you want to have some fun, right? I I think it is a one of the fun bets of the year, just in general, because there's not a lot riding on this. Bet the over in the All-Star Game. That's fun. Now, do you want to take a step? Over-unders in basketball, typically between 180, 225. That's around what a normal NBA over-under. Combined score for both teams. 340. It's only 319 and a half. I'd take the over. Believe it or not. Bang the over. Be aware they have the Elam ending in this one. If you're not familiar with that, that's where at the end of a certain time point in the game, they say... You kick a long field goal like Jason Elam? No, there's a certain... They then reach a point total where they say, all right, the first team to reach this point total wins the game. So there's no timer at the end. So be aware of that when you bet the over-under. But... I would take the over and just have fun with it. Because then you're just rooting for points. You're not worried about oh. defense, and you don't have to. So Your music there ran you go. out. Uh, oh, in Daytona 500 odds, Denny Hamlin is your odds-on favorite. My bet is Joey Logano is going to wreck the field. But he's going to cause a massive wreck. He's going to get out of it. 12-1 to 1 odds, Joey Logano is going to win in a backup car. He just wrecked last night. He's going to win the Daytona 500. That's my pick. Teddy, who are you taking? Daytona 500. I'm going with uh, our guy, local hero, Ryan Blaney. I love that. Yeah. Teammate of Joey Logano's. Yes. Yeah. Who's, who's, uh, who's Leanna taking? Daytona 500. Sure, she's got a lot of picks. Yeah. Probably gets out to Michigan International Speedway every year when they come through. They got two races, so she usually probably swings through, I don't know, first one in the summer or the second one. I don't know which one she goes yeah, to. She just said uh, Ryan Blaney as well. Hey, oh, she's piggybacking. That's a good pick. I'm going to go with Sterling Marlin, <laughs> my guy. <laughs> Sterling Marlin. Sterling Marlin. No Dick Trickle. No. That's too bad. May he rest in peace. stupid. He's dead. Yeah. Sterling Marlin alive. 
If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on 270 southbound before I-70. It is blocking the left lane. Traffic is slow from Cemetery Road in this area. You'll also find an accident involving injuries on East Broad Street, west of North 21st Street. Please be careful in this area as things continue to clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Stop the customers. Stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. I would like to announce that uh, even though we've been in this new facility for less than a year, yeah, it's officially become the Oakland Coliseum. <laughs> Except the Oakland Coliseum is 70 years old. Yeah, uh, we have had more than one instance of late where sewage has made its way into the facility. This entire radio office right now smells like a BH. This entire... T- Teddy. I mean, it could be... The- Am I exaggerating? No, because you know, I wear my mask around and I go into the bathroom and it still reeks through the mask. Oh, it's, it's, it it's smells, terrible. It smells like poo. I would say that there, rightfully so, are probably people who've never been in here who would say, well, yeah, it's just because you guys are gross radio people no. and it probably smells because of you. No. The answer is, that might be fair, except we've worked here and been in here, all the same people, and it hasn't smelled like that for most of its no, time. No, this is Beamer, the last couple weeks, you know, Beamer is one of the first ones in in the morning because he hosts a show that starts at 6 a.m. Yes. So Beamer comes in here a couple days ago. He's like, hmm, doesn't smell very good. Walks by his desk, there is a piece of poop on the carpet. Oh, no. Because there is a drain pipe from the sewer. Oh, no. Right by his desk, the sewer backed up. Uh, All this raw sewage uh, was in here. You know, uh, they send people in here to clean it up, but that whole like it never happened thing, not real. Because it still smells like poop in here. I mean, it's it's a very difficult. But this has happened twice out. in the last month. Do you know something I found? Because now I'm I'm thinking. You remind me of this with talking about raw sewage being in places where people work, or in this case, live. I read Allen Iverson's like a biography about him. It's not like an autobiography. It's just story of his life. Yeah, and I'm not. He he has a lot of problems. He has a lot of issues that I don't defend. And I'm not saying it's all. You just take it back to his childhood, and because of all this, this is the way he was. But some perspective on how that dude grew up. He grew up poor, did not have a lot of money, 
Also grew up with a mom that was not always in the picture, had some issues. Dad was not around. He has told this story, and it apparently is true, that when he was in like ninth or 10th grade, he had to wear galoshes in his house because raw sewage backed up into the house and was just everywhere and no parental figures were around for weeks at a time and he was tasked with taking care of his special needs sister how old was he at the time like like in high school ninth or tenth grade all right because his basketball coach at one point he had a problem with attendance and his basketball coach is like listen to me i vouched for you to come to this school you are letting me down you have to be here and he said and so he showed up late one day and his coach is like Dude, I'm going to have to cut you. And he's like, look, man, I didn't want to say anything, but here's my situation. And they actually went home and saw this and said, oh, and they figured out what was going on with him. And so then they got some help and they got this cleaned up. But this dude was living in a house where they did where that happened. I can't imagine that. Right. And he just had no one to go to. And he's a you know kid in high school who's trying to take care of his sister, who apparently was left with him. Just, I never would have thought that. You and I know that he had a rough exterior and a lot of things that he should not do and should not have done. He's yeah. That that doesn't, doesn't excuse, excuse that. That doesn't excuse all of the things that he wound up doing to his own children. Then no, when he, he got older. He but did, he has yes some terrible things in his past. A, of course, there's a reason why. It may it gives you, I guess, a better perspective on how people become the way they are. If nothing else, right? But. Yeah. I, can you imagine just, oh, I'm going to leave my kid for weeks at a time and see ya, I'm out. He's old enough. He, I mean, this kid, I mean, he was 14, 15 years old. He could be by himself, but not for know. weeks. No, I don't know what I would do if sewage backed up. I was 15 years old and I got a younger sibling to look after and I got to get to school. It's just crazy. But anyway, there you go. Little, <laughs> little perspective on Allen Iverson's life for those who would want it. Rundown. Let's do it. Common man oh, 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 rundown. The rundown. Let me do that again. Did I, did I? Did we smack the table or something? I don't know. Common man and T bones. The rundown. The rundown. I didn't Teddy, do that. Teddy, Teddy did that. Just messing. I with blame you. the poo. No, stop. Sorry, Carlos Baerga is in here. I don't know what to tell you. Just he's pre-gaming, man. Uh, Jackets beat the Blackhawks seven to four last night. Patrick Line stays red hot. Had yeah, a hatty last night. Love to see that. The Patty Hattie. Always Patty good. Hattie. That's right. Yeah, I, I, I look at the situation with him and think there is a real possibility he becomes the building piece you put the whole team around. I could also see a scenario where they deal him before the deadline. I know that most Jackets fans do not agree with me because we've had these arguments, but I am in the the latter camp. I am trading him now. I am trading him before this deadline when his stock is at an all-time high. I think for him, you can get yourself a first-round pick, a second-round pick, and a player. A player that doesn't suck. Another youngish guy that you can use as a building block for this franchise. I don't think this team is... You know, I know they're hanging around and they're playing better hockey. They are not going to be at a point where they are contending for a championship in the next two to three years. I, I agree with you on that, but if you sign him up for four or five years... Then he still can be it's here. It's going to take more than that. To, he's not signing a four year deal. I don't. I don't know. Right. I wouldn't think so. But I don't. I don't know. With Patrick Line, everything you hear about this guy is that he isn't necessarily seeking out the limelight. He isn't necessarily trying to get to the biggest city in the world. He is a pretty low key guy. 
Um, I saw one of the Jackets reporters who had looked into this because right now Patrick Line is on an eight-game point streak. And then this reporter said, well, I wanted to see if he's ever had better than that. And so Patrick Line set a Jets franchise record with a 15-game point streak back in February and March of 2018, including nine multi-point efforts in that stretch. This is a dude who's 23 years old and is putting up these types of streaks. I know that could signal he's a bit of an inconsistent player, but that is the type of guy, luxury item to be sure, but he is the type of guy that you get one of those streaks at the right time. I I just don't think you're ready for him yet. I know, but you have him on your team as a building block. Building block, wrong term. You have him as a guy that attracts other talent. Okay. Patrick Line is good at it. We know he's the number one guy. I'm going to go there and shore up the number two line, and we're going to do some things. Like maybe that's the angle you take if you want to keep him here. Maybe. Is he a low key guy? I know personality wise, I guess he's a low key guy, but he also dresses like Dick Tracy in space. Well, what I've gathered is (laughs) yes, he does. I just like the <laughs> Dick Tracy in space. That's good. But you're right. He has he bought a hat. I remember. Wasn't that the story that he bought like a yellow hat and outfit and someone said, to match, you buy his, to match his No, his Lamborghini oh, Lambo. That's right. SUV that he bought. Yeah. I get what I'm saying sounds ridiculous, but it strikes me that he finds his own entertainment. He is not someone in desperate need of I have to be in a big city with all these nightclubs or no, I right, gotta be right. seen. I'm saying maybe He's the type of superstar that wants to stay in Columbus, and he is the type of superstar that still attracts other talent. I I, I know. Maybe he strikes that balance for you. Okay. I, that's all fair. I'm still in acquiring mode, acquiring picks, I understand. acquiring young talent. I don't want to get this franchise to a point where you're competing for a playoff spot. You're the seventh, eighth best team in the Eastern well, Conference. I don't, I've seen that. I, I don't that. care about that. I get that. I want to build a championship team. I will say this. To that point, I think that if you were going to say there's untouchable guys on this roster, the only two I think you would even look at in that way are Line A and Elvis. Everybody else could be dealt, and I'm okay with it. If I'm saying maybe it's that where you just say those two are foundational pieces, we're letting everybody else. And I know, like Sillinger, you don't obviously want to see him go. I don't think they no, would. He's not, he's not going you know what I mean, right? But I'm saying everybody else that's pretty good and is a kind of upper echelon player. Yeah, you you entertain the conversation, but Line is so interesting in that way because he definitely could be a building block here, stay for a while. It might also be that in a month he's not here because some team makes that offer you're talking about. Jackets back at home for Buffalo on Sunday. Ryan Day gets himself a commitment. His name is Luke Montgomery. He's an offensive lineman from Finley. He is the 49th best prospect in the 2023 class, fourth best offensive tackle in the 2023 class. 6'5", 270. I always like it when you can get these big hosses. The uh, the story that I was reading saying that after Sonny Styles, who was in the 2023 class, reclass- reclassified to 2022, this guy then, Luke Montgomery, became their number one priority for that mm. class. And now they've gotten him. Yeah. Very interesting and and good to see if you're, I guess the way I can judge recruiting is if they're saying this was a number one target for them and they get that guy well before anything has to be official, good. That's a very good sign for recruiting for Ohio State. He is the fifth commitment in the class, second in-state offensive lineman. 
He is the third overall Ohioan in the class. Will Smith Jr., by the way, also in that 2023 class, which I forgot. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. I'm telling you, as punishment, we should have people just walk in that bathroom over there. Yeah. Because it is, like, it's almost like peeling onions in there. It makes me cry. Yeah, I have avoided it purposefully. I have not gone in that bathroom. You haven't urinated in days. (laughs) No, come on. I do it the way most people do, which is I go behind Timmy Hall's desk and I do it there. Absolutely. And then I just leave it alone. Why are you encouraging him to grow this mustache? What's wrong with it? What do you mean? What's he, Don't do that. All what's right? With- don't do it. <laughs> you know what's wrong with it. He looks like a sex offender. <laughs> you know what's wrong I with it. I want to see what happens when Timmy gets the full... Must I almost said this is it? I almost said bushy mustache. It is not getting better than this. I just want to see it get a little thicker, and then we go from there. And and you're right; it probably looks no better. But how does Reeser's mustache strike you? Reeser's Reeser mustache, has an excellent mustache, okay, an excellent one. What if Timmy is secretly no, it needs a few weeks, no, and then it really it's impossible. Fills in. It's impossible. <laughs> looks like a silent movie villain. It's impossible. Well, if it makes him happy just for a few more weeks to no. let it go, then here's the good news. If he gives it the real go and it sucks, he never does it again. This is like letting your kid smoke the entire pack of cigarettes. All right. <laughs> just one time out of the box and say, all, all right, right, never I, I again. I just want you to admit to me that it's brutal right now. It is brutal right now. Okay. That's why I'm not looking at him. Today is one of the more interesting sports anniversaries. Details coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find that earlier accident has finally cleared from East Broad Street, west of North 21st Street. All lanes have reopened in that area. And 71 southbound between Greenlawn Avenue and Frank Road. The left lane is still blocked due to flooding. Please be very careful. Traffic is slow here as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Stop the customer. Stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Dare dare to be dumb. The team that is better on paper will win at least 50% of the time. This is Man and Bone. You know, you are... um, Doing some open gym stuff. Yes. You took a little video of yourself shooting some baskets. Where'd you put that? Twitter or Instagram? Uh, it's on Twitter, and I put it on an Instagram story, which I guess will be gone tomorrow. I didn't like leave it up there to stay. Anyway, you add Degenerate T-Bone on either of those. You I can go find watch it. T-Bone shooting some hoops. Well, you know why? gaudy shoes. <laughs> we talked about my ridiculous shoes I bought the other day, and so I thought, I'll post a video so you can see. I am actually using them. Yeah, I've been doing a little uh, get up in the morning, trying to work out a little bit. Uh, I've been doing that three or four months. So, well, you're doing a good job. Well, th- well I do not well, say I, that in jest. You know, that. I appreciate. I'm that. I'm proud but of you. Anyway, I am looking forward though to getting challenged now at my local Y 
when guys find out I'm playing and then they're like, all right, let's see what he can do. And you will beat me because I am not any good. I'm just, you know, slowly working myself back into some level of shape is the goal. It reminded me, though, when I was in high school on Tuesday nights, our high school gym was open. We had open gym. Yeah. And, you know, me and a bunch of my buddies, we'd go play basketball, pick up basketball on Tuesday nights. One week, the our girls basketball team, varsity basketball team. Mm hmm came in on a Tuesday night. And yeah. I was absolutely in love with this girl who was on the varsity basketball team. Her name was Julie. Okay. And they came up to us and said, hey, we want a scrimmage. Are you guys going to be here next week? We were terrified. But you, I mean, I'm guessing if you had a crush on this girl, well, wouldn't, wouldn't you be interested in being there? No, no, because the last thing I wanted to do was play basketball against this girl and sweat in front of her and have her smell me and all this stuff. Like, I didn't want any of that. You didn't think there would be any mutual respect of like, all right, we're all kind of gross here, but you play, no, you play basketball, I, I play basketball, I, I there's a shared interest. About that. And we were also very aware that we were going to lose. Oh, yeah. We were going to, yeah. and we knew it. We knew we we're going to lose. But we said, yes, we'll be here next Tuesday, hoping that they wouldn't show up. Well, next Tuesday comes, we're in the gym. Here they come. Was Darkroom right. Amy anywhere to be Dark found? Darkroom Amy all this, did, not, she... did not play on that's the basketball a, team. That's a deep cut. If you that know, is you a know. Deep cut. And so we started playing, and I hit my first shot from oh, the outside. Did it, was you? A, it was a deep three from the corner, yeah. and I swished the hell out of it. And then they yell out, he can shoot, <laughs> which was one of the greatest compliments you can give anybody when of, you're playing basketball. Well, it is a great compliment. Is to announce to other people he can shoot. But then what happened? Well, then what happened? The girl that I had a crush on, Julie, was their best defender, and she was on me for the rest of the game. Oh. So I am aware of everything. Yeah. I'm gone for the rest of the game. She is playing physical defense, and I'm worried about popping one. <laughs> Because I'm in secretly in love with this girl. Did you have that problem when you were like playing though? Because I mean, yes, she's rubbing up against I me, know, and I'm sweating. But and you're 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 like moving around and running. It and doesn't all that. matter. Then, all that stopped. All, right. all that stopped. I wasn't concentrating on the game. I didn't want to take another shot. I just wanted to get out of there without embarrassing myself. You know, I hear mentally weak. That's what You're I, damn right. You are damn right. I'm <laughs> mentally weak. Still am. And I, you know what? I think if I were in the same situation, I would have had the same problem because I don't, I don't know what that would have been like. Well, then she started taunting me because she's like, what? You're not going to shoot anymore? Yeah, that's that she was flirting with you. You had a chance ah, there. No. no, she was she flirting was not with interested you. In me. Of course she was. Yeah, she was not, trust me. Not interested in me. I had a situation. She was two inches taller than I was. She's not interested. Hey, man. Might have been worth your time. You never know. No, it was worth my time, not worth her time. <laughs> In fa yeah, that's fair. I do remember still to this day, we had like a practice where the cheerleaders, because I dated a girl in high school, small school. I dated a girl who was on the cheerleading squad at our high school. Must have been nice. Mm -hmm. Homecoming yeah. King. Yeah, well, there was that too. Class president and homecoming king, by the way, T-Bone, in case you didn't know. I, I won Homecoming King. She did not get Homecoming oh, Queen. Scandal. Actually, it was a Homecoming. Scandal. It was prom, but either way. Point is, yes. But then you wanted to be with her anyway, so she became your Camilla. <laughs> That's right. She wasn't worthy of royalty, but I still deigned her presence <laughs> worthy. still did her. Yeah. No, deigned her presence oh, worthy okay. is what I'm I said. Sorry. didn't no. say what you said. Right, anyway, 
But after practice, I have, even when I was at my most physically in shape, which was high school, and I did not have a gut, I was fairly in shape. I played basketball, so I was running a lot. You were still going bald, though. I was. I did massively receding hairline. But I had a bit of a uh, bubble butt, a little bit of a, a muscular booty. That's back good. In the day. Yeah, I mean, People I like that. I had the thick trunk and thick thighs and all that. I was, yeah. And so at one point, I found out the cheerleaders had actually talked about my butt to oh. each other, how oh. they would watch it while I was playing. Oh, well, you do have a very nice butt. The rest of the season was gone for me. I just was, I got mentally taken out of that because I thought, are they staring at my ass right? And then a guy would run right past me and I'd be like, well, that's, there's two points. They are staring at you. Well, then I got you're distracted a terrible by, defender now. Then I got distracted by that thought. Like, how many of these cheerleaders are looking at my butt and is that a good thing? And then it just, it was, and then I was just out of the game. They were immediately like, get him out of here. He is not paying attention. Today is one of the more interesting sports anniversaries. On this date in 1944, the Cincinnati Reds signed 15 year old Joe Nuxall to a contract. Oh, 175 bucks a month with a $500 signing bonus. He pitched in June of that year at the age of 15. Gave up five runs in two-thirds of an inning. <laughs> yeah. Then went back to the minors, did not pitch again in Major League Baseball for seven years after that. But can you imagine, look, we're talking about these 15-year-olds on the ice, you know, trying to win figure skating gold in the Olympics. And while that's tremendous pressure, we saw that soap opera last night, tremendous pressure. Ultimately, you are competing against yourself. I know there are other competitors out there vying for higher scores, but... There is nothing standing in the way of you performing the routine you want to perform except you. Yeah, that's right. Right? But can you imagine a 15-year-old? By the way, Joe Nuxall looked 15. It's not like, oh, he looked 15, but it was really Barbara Bush. Barbara Bush looked like she was 47 years old when she was 15. <laughs> Joe Nuxall looked like Rookie of the Year when he yeah, was out Henry there. Yeah, Henry Can you yeah. imagine being 15 years old on a major league mound pitching to grown-ass men? No, I, I can't I can't understand what that would be like. And it's incredible that he was able to go on and eventually have a major league career because if you don't know that story of that game, they were playing the Cardinals that day, and the only reason he got called in to actually pitch was because they were down thirteen to nothing. Yeah. And it was the ninth inning and they're like, let's just get someone out here who can, you know, try to get us out of today. They just put an outfielder on the mound and call it a day. Right. Yes. But they said, no, let's let's let him come in. Let the kid come in. And then he like you said, what do you give up? Like five runs, five runs and two thirds of an inning. Yeah. So he and then they send you to the minors and you don't come back for seven years. Now, that's not in the grand scheme of things. A guy making his second start (laughs) at age 20 or his second appearance at age 22 that's not unheard of at all. But when you already got to play, you got shelled by the eventual world champions that year. The Cardinals won the World Series that year. I would think that would do something to your psyche of saying, maybe I'm just not that good because I went out here and was terrible. And then they don't call you back for seven years. But eventually you got back and had a nice career. February 18th, 1944. And of course, he became a hell of a broadcaster then after that. Of Tool course. of the week is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on Olentangy River Road north of King Avenue. This accident involves injuries. Please be careful in this area. You'll also find slowdowns on I-70 downtown split westbound between the 71 East split and the 71 315 West split. Traffic is backed up there as well. Starting report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts does not have to be. Because that's eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. Bone, are you ready? I'm ready. Colton, two names, says my guys. I'm a man. I'm 40. My tools of the week are Man, Bone, and Timmy for saying, look at this to their radio listeners multiple times. Sorry, guys, I left my globe in my other car. I don't remember doing that, but I'm sure we do. Well, I think when we were talking about Estonia and maps, we were doing a little bit of that probably is my guess. Not good enough. All right. Whatever. Uh, Jeremy says, my tool is T-Bone for showing off his b-ball moves. We get it, Steph. (laughs) Just because I can't tie my shoes doesn't mean you got to rub your amazing success in our face. Be more like Common Man. He only shows off to get free chicken from Popeyes. Who says I'm not, by the way showing off just because maybe Popeyes will see that and go uh oh we're losing one of our best customers can't have that happen and they send me free Popeyes uh Doug says my guys would you like to touch my monkey my tool of the week is whomever in MLS that thought middle based crests were a good idea it's not the 90s anymore I don't know what that means so I'm sure you do if you look at some of the new jerseys that are coming out this year and the crew by the way are unveiling theirs tomorrow in case you are interested in seeing the new yellow jersey that will be unveiled the logo usually sits over your heart over the you know left side of the shirt in many of these new jerseys they're putting it in the center like right over your breastplate your chest bone whatever okay. so people are not happy about this because it's it looks weird and i don't blame them it's not it's not my favorite either bg says my guys tell them about it jojo my tool is Mike Greenberg for eating bone and wings with a knife and fork. How safe to assume bones mild wings are probably too spicy for him. That does not shock me. No, that he but, eats his wings I with mean, a knife and fork. Not to we're not name dropping. We've had him in the studio before. He's and he's hosted a whole show with yes, us. Yes, we had a we had a really good time with him when he was here, but he is a guy that yes, all that stuff about being a germaphobe and everything you're a, you're a germaphobe. Yes, He's at another level than even you. You would admit that, right? Yes. And and I, I just, will shake your hand. He will he fist, he will bumps. fist bump and that's it. But I just I don't know how it's easier to eat it with a fork and knife. It would be way harder to do that, I feel like. A T-bone stand account says my tools of the week are my idiot friends for agreeing with Gene Smith. 
One friend thinks OSU's home field advantage in Lucas Oil is close enough to the real thing. Another friend questions if OSU can handle the cold weather because they practice indoors. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cutting says, my guys. Low damn Todd! My tool of the week is common man for telling T-Bone to cheer for a division rival in the Super Bowl because they're from Ohio. I'll be sure to remind you to cheer for the Cubs in the World Series next time. When did I say that? When we were talking about the, uh, I think not, I never, I, I don't I think never you told said me, that. I don't think you told me to root for them. You guys were both saying, "Well, T Bone just apparently hates Cincinnati or hates the Bengals," and I was saying, "Yes, I do." But you, I don't think you ever First said all, you have to. If cheer you've for listened them. to this show for more than five minutes, you know that I was just tweaking him to tweak him. Of course, I would never really expect him to root for the Bengals in the Super Bowl. You know that. I know that. I just I. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I am the most think. petty person on earth when it comes to rivalries like that. Get the hell out of here. I'm trying to think of what maybe even the conversation was. I think it was mostly when I was just going in on the Bengals because I was going pretty hardcore. I let it go most of the week. Friday was where I said, last Friday, I said, screw it. I hope they lose by 50. Yeah. Common Man's Pizzeria. Let's says, go. My guys. Oh, go. yeah. My tool is my cat, Crowley. This thing gets to eat everything he wants and gets fatter while I have to diet and cut out all my favorite foods. He sits here and mocks me all day long. GTH, you can S my blank. <laughs> By the way, I, like, I don't know what that means. I like that. I did. I need to know if he named his cat Crowley after anything related to uh, Ozzy Osbourne. That's, I just need to know if that was a reference to Mr. Crowley. If it was, good for you. Uh, Nick says, my tool of the week is the city of Columbus. My wife hit a pothole last night, blew out her tires. $600 later, she has two new tires on her car today, and I have to eat ramen for a while. That's no good. No. I always hate that. If I feel like when I was a kid, I was told there was like a remedy. You could call the city or you could complain, and they might... That must have gone out the window, right? You can't do that now. Bub... Says, Tool of the Week was the guy at Sam's Club buying 20 cases of bottled water in front of me in line. Not regular cases, but jumbo water cases. Plus, he had a cell phone holder on his belt. Total tool. Wow. We have an engineer that still has a cell phone holder on his belt. <laughs> He's proud of it, too. Of course he is. Uh, Deanna says, my guys. Chimdi Chiqua. My tool of the week is the fan studio for making my guy Panama Ted sit in a room with a Cleveland baseball jersey on the wall knowing he's a Reds fan. Yikes! Go to hell. That's right. Hey, man, I don't know what to tell you. Which, it's odd, too, because the guy who was in charge of the decorations in here is himself a giant Reds fan. Right. But there's no Reds representation over there, right, Teddy? I didn't I didn't see any. He's I'm, also no. a big giant Bengal fan, and there's no Bengal there's representation. There's no Bengal stuff in here, and there's no Red stuff in here. We hate Cincinnati. Apparently. Apparently. I mean, I do, but that's just me. Smirnoff Ginger Ale OJ <laughs> says his total oh, week see. is the USFL for being dumb enough to start their season after the NFL season instead of before. You don't go from prime rib to sliders, but if you haven't had meat in six months, sliders look pretty good. It's that see that's very interesting because that's really about perception, isn't it? Because technically they're starting it both before their season and after a season. You know, like you start you started in May. It's after the NFL season from last year and before the next one. So I don't know which way you look at that. Pick a winner. A lot of good ones today. I think I am going to go with 
Oh, I'm 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 torn between a couple. I think today I'm going to have to give it to T Bone Stan account. Mm. What was his? He was the one saying that uh, his buddies were agreeing with Gene Smith, and oh, I've okay. seen a lot right. of that going around the well, Buckeye fandom, and I don't know stupid. what's up with that. Stupid. A T-Bone Stan account wins a $50 gift card to Conrad. Song of the day today is Sleep oh, Apnea. Look at you. From Chevelle in 2009. This song is from the Sci-Fi Crimes album, which is my favorite Chevelle album. They've been around for a long time. Nine studio albums for Chevelle. The best-selling of the nine was Wonder What's Next, which went double platinum back in 2002. Their longtime bassist, Dean, who left the band not too long ago, is an artist who designed a lot of the album covers for the band, and I have one of his original paintings hanging in my house. Yes, you do. You come to my house, you will see it. it. I've seen your painting. And Chevelle, T-Bone will tell you, Started out in the 90s on a Christian label. On Squint Entertainment, Mike. Squint Entertainment. That is right. You know, it makes me so happy when we can hit that chorus. I can't even tell you. Good job. It's almost like we worked in music radio. Eh, it's been a while. Yeah. Sleep Apnea, Chevelle from 2009. You like Chevelle, Teddy? Yeah, they're all right. Oh, geez. Wow. Oh. Man, that's that's basically like Ted saying, man, just, man, they suck. I hate them. Man. Get this crap off the air. Ask my blank. I can listen to them, but I don't go out of my way to listen to them. That's all right. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, point number one. Their very first album, yes, it's raw, but it goes hard. It is very like, raw. It does not. It, it almost does sounds not like a demo. Down. It is. It is basically a demo. But if that's your thing, it's very raw. Go check that out too. But this is this. You're right. It's a great album. Leanna like it, Teddy. I'm guessing not. Yes, yeah, she said it's fine. You got a lot of fines. I'll tell you what. Let me let me say this about Chevelle too. Any band that limits the amount of band members to three or maybe four. There's just two now, just the two brothers. Right, but I'm saying when they go out live, they maybe have four at the most on stage, and they still get gas, so I like that. They're still around, man. They're still touring. All right, that's the end of that. Back page coming up next. No, Teddy, I'm not going to mess it up today. I know you want me to. Man, you almost suck as bad as Chevelle. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find delays on Olentangy River Road north of King Avenue. An accident involving injuries in that area. Please be careful. You'll also find the left lane is still blocked on 71 southbound between Greenlawn Avenue and Frank Road. This is due to flooding. Please avoid if possible. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, 
I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour, the fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone man, man bone. Happy Friday. You look like you have some big weekend plans. You know, I I don't really have big weekend plans outside of Buckeye basketball. I'm kind of all in on college basketball now. I mean, all in. We're, you look at the calendar, it's late February. I know, Bone, you're excited about the All-Star festivities. You got the Cavs hat. And how about Bones' basketball video that hit Twitter today? Oh, that was yeah. kind of awe-inspiring. Well, and I, mean, I don't know about that. Two I don't platforms. Know about that. Oh, I don't know about that. it too? Yeah, he grams well, it I too. Had, I had a little. It and grammed it. I had, I had talked about these shoes I bought, and so then people were like, what are you uh-huh, going to do with those? Yeah, and I was like, yeah. well, I play in them. I've been going to the gym. So I'm just going to show you my shoes while I drain a bunch of buckets. Oh, what? <laughs> I made three out of four. That's three out of four. Pretty good percentage. That's 75%. Well, I, I detect, you know, they tell me. Timmy, I did detect your jealousy because you were like, oh, I guess I just got to move them off that one spot. Never mind the fact that I may move to other spots. I don't just do that. I didn't shoot four Bone, shots and then leave. Bone liked the left elbow mm-hmm. in that video. Well, I, yeah, because I, I, I go to different spots. I have about 15 different spots on the floor, mm-hmm. and I... Yep. I move around and I shoot a number of shots hey, from each one. We all can't have videos like Timmy does on Instagram where you unbox butter cookies you get in the mail. <laughs> just, that was your latest hey, video. I'm, I'm just a 37-year-old man that's trying to understand Instagram reels, okay? Just get off my Unboxing back. Unboxing butter cookies. It's I put music to it. It's, it's I TikTok, put a little hallelujah to it. But it's Instagram. That's all. Right, right. It's TikTok t- on Instagram. TikTok That's what I call real. On Instagram, but I, I also enjoyed the private gym that it's not you private. have there. It's Must not be nice. private. It's just Must empty. Must be nice to have a private to gym. To be able to just shoot well, all you that, want. That whole gym in his backyard. Oh, I think he bought the, the Hilliard property that we That's talked right. about. It looked like a barn converted into a gym. It certainly wasn't the wise. By so. the way, I saw, awesome. I saw there's a gym that just went up over in Hilliard that... Apparently, there's like a, I think there's an AAU team that's now starting out of there. It's not far from where what? you are. It's right off Cemetery Road. I saw it. Yeah. Oh. Over by where that. Uh, what are you going to do? Looks like it? I'm going to get on an AAU you team. Go with some 15. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, with that I'm mustache, that'll work out well. <laughs> hey guys, mind if I shoot with you? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can you take your hands out of your pockets when you say that? <laughs> by the way, uh, I I actually do have a pretty stacked weekend of plans. That all involves sports locally here. Must Ooh. be nice. Would you like to know what I'm doing this weekend? Women's hockey? No, not women's hockey. That's your neighbor. Yeah, well. They're playing tonight and tomorrow, I think. I Okay, well, then maybe I have to add that to the list. I think you do. Here's what I've got going on. Tomorrow, I'm going to the crew jersey unveiling. Must be nice. At Look the at stadium, going down there. Got the private invitation, I, got an huh? invite. I did get an invite, yeah. and I'm going over. Private invite. To go look wow. at the jersey where they're going to put the crappy logo on Are you going to have dinner with Bezbachenko, no, too? No, no, no. There's no dinner there. But I can't do dinner because I'm actually got to go back up to Marysville Busy to for watch dinner. Marysville High School Girls Playoff Action Basketball taking on Hilliard Bradley. Oh, go Jags. No. Go no. Jags. Go Monarchs. Go Jags. Go Monarchs. Let's, Let's go. Monarchs suck. Jags are going to win that game. No way. Are you the guest of honor? 
You're no, going to go just, out there and no. flip the ball? No, I am not. I am going <laughs> to... The opening flip, flip the ball? There's no coin to flip. <laughs> here for the opening flip. Flip, I, flip? Is bone. No, so I will just say to Coach Ransom and all the other uh, monarchs out there, good luck tomorrow. I'll be Radio for you. star Tabone is here. Hey, yeah. everybody. No, no, Tabone. no, no. But then, more basketball. Sunday, we're going to All-star the... All-star game, no, courtside seats, no. Cleveland, you and Jensen Lewis. No, we're going to the women's basketball game. They're taking on Wisconsin Good. at the shot. Good. 2 p.m., so we'll be there for that. It's quite the weekend. Yeah, got, Bone, a lot of, got a lot of stuff going on. Bone is becoming the biggest ambassador for women's sports in the city. He saved the crew. What about I don't know me? About that. What are you talking about? I'm the biggest ambassador. <laughs> I'm. Not, I wait. Who hold are on. You? He's, you, know he, you know who he is. Stop, Stop it. He's right outside. He's gonna kill you. Oh, hey. I'm told. By the way, because I mentioned that Jim and Hilliard. I just got stabbed in the stomach. Okay. This guy. I'm told. I'm making myself laugh like an idiot. <laughs> like an idiot. I am told that that new Jim and Hilliard that opened up, Timmy. It's the home of our Columbus futsal team, which is like indoor soccer. And they are incredible to watch what? that. Futsal? You got to check it out. It's indoor soccer. It's great. Anyway, they fight, they fight the Ninja Turtles, the futsal clan. <laughs> the futsal. Master Tetsu teaches them their There's ways. Just, Master Tetsu? Oh, yeah. I guess they did have that in the movie. Yeah. He's the master. Of, uh, and then there's Shredder, of course. Yeah. Was he? He was Orokosaki? Oh, Orokosaki. I think was his. I think his name. I think that was Shred- it. Shred was, no, but who was Splinter? Maybe he was Oroko. No, Splinter was the sensei for yes, the turtles. But what was his name? Because Shredder, they yes, they were two guys who knew each other, and then they came here and they fought each other as a rat and a Shredder. Oroko Saki? Is that not what I? Is there an echo? I just said Oroko Saki. Who? Which one is which? That's Shredder. I think. I think you're right. That's yeah. what I said. Yeah. So who is Splinter? Splinter's a rat that got oh, the ooze. God. Okay. No, but he what was Splinter a real guy? Yeah, he was a real guy. How did he get from a he real guy the to turtles. the rat? He he had the mutation with the the ooze. Remember? I know. I know about you can't yeah. see T Bone's hands, the but he's, he's, sh- he's showing ooze. you ooze. I know about uh, the ooze, but not the ooze. So he, he went from so Splinter went from human form to rat form. Oh Is that how God. it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna get the whole backstory, Mike. God, Just I don't calm remember down. That's gonna be a seven-part series. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. I'm sorry, I've misspoken. Splinter, I believe, was the pet rat of Hamato Yoshi. Hamato Yoshi. That's who I was thinking yes. of. Yes, and Oroko Saki and Shredder. He just became like Hamato yes, he, Yoshi. Yes, he learned, he learned the moves from him. Yes, from yes. Hamato he's Yoshi. He's in the cage. He's Shred- from- oh, that's right. Shredder murdered him. Oroko Saki yes, murdered him. Killed him. <sighs> Thank God we got to this. God. Wait Buckeye for- show's coming up next. <laughs> I had Ted put in audio for Backpage. We didn't even use it. Sorry, well, I'm, Ted. I'm sorry. We're, I know. We're I got, out of time. I know. EJ I'm so Liddell. sorry, Ted. EJ Liddell, Oh, you got EJ everybody. tonight. Oh, oh, that's a big EJ game. EJ Liddell. Oh, easy, son. Easy, easy. Monday, we'll tell you what that's all about. We can't play it now. There's the internet mic is going crazy for a guy at Heathrow Airport who is guiding in airplanes through this windy weather in Europe. He is just... 
guiding these planes down. Oh. He gets hundreds of thousands of people now watching his live stream. That's what so, we were going to talk so, about. I'm so glad we got to this. <laughs> well, Ted played it. I don't know what to tell you. Thanks, I didn't Ted. play it. Man, why are you late all the time? Let me play some stupid audio. <laughs> <laughs> See you Monday. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on I-71 northbound at I-70. Traffic is stop and go from Greenlawn Avenue in this area. This this is an injury crash. Please be very careful as traffic begins to build. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute slowdown in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers slowdown payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. From the Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But... We have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald. If I don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day, <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a, Hulu skirt I think you on should. it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, You I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy. There's bald. No, is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing. 
That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I know, I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, it's just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right I, now. Don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.